for our Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved. Powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, no, we're excited to do this one. It's been, uh, I, well, I, was, I was looking forward to it. I'm, bit, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say it right here. I've been nervous, but let's have fun anyway. And um, just before we do start, everyone's like, I think everyone's ready for this. Just a quick toast to the, the voice of Palatin himself, everyone. Thank you, fellas. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Cheers, cheers. Hello. Oh. Ah, burns so good, huh? Yeah, yeah. Let's you know your put alive. some hair in your chest and all that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sir, how have you been? Uh, first and foremost, been um, I was busy as shit doing uh, junior worlds in in Turkey. You boys have been busy as shit too, huh? Yeah. Been seeing you guys have been cranking out the content, doing your damn thing. Very I, proud of you, fellas. Oh, uh, thank Very you. No, honestly, you that's that's a lot coming from you. And obviously, uh, you know, you're doing your thing when you were in Turkey. Obviously, every like pretty much session, we heard your voice. We were like, "Yeah, we know who that is. We know exactly who's putting that work." So if if you're putting in that work, we got to put in the work too. Um, we just had to bring in uh, none other than the IPF president himself. Ooh, all, all, thank, all thanks to Durance, by the way. But uh, that was a big one. That was yeah, a that, big no, one. That honestly, wasn't. that was actually on a whim, right? Because um, I don't know if you ever saw the stories, but we actually asked our followers like, "Who do you want on?" And it was my coach, as a joke, was like, oh, get Gaston on the podcast. And I sent the screenshot to Jurance, and Jurance was like, yeah, I'll talk to him. I might as well ask him, see what happens. And then, why not? Bro, like, he just said, yeah, pick a, <laughs> pick a date. And then, boom, there it was. I, I couldn't Fuck. believe it. I couldn't believe it. Like, if, if you don't ask, you don't get. It's the same okay. time. It's the same thing. Like, when I asked Ryan, what are you feeling? You know, are you up to jump to an up on our podcast? If he didn't have time, he would have just said, my man, I'm sorry, I'm busy. Sometimes like we think some people can't be approachable, but sometimes you just have to ask, innit? Mm, this is true. I mean, if the worst thing that can happen is no, and sometimes it's not even no, it's just not right now. And it could be a timing thing, right? Like yeah. with Gaston, um, did you guys get him before Turkey or after? I'm assuming after. before. After, after, the day, the day after, after. bro. Literally Shit. the day after, bro. On a Monday. Damn, he was like, I can't, I don't know how he's squeezing all this in. God bless him. But um, yeah, I mean, sometimes just timing, uh, depending on like what everybody's doing. But most people are going to be like, yeah, what the hell? Unless we're like super, here's the thing. If someone's super introverted and they don't like, you know, they don't like to discuss, they get yeah. nervous or whatnot. They don't know that then they might not. No, but there, there must be something you do. Because I've, I've sort of like, you know, when I've listened to you and how you do your podcasts, you mu- you do do something to sort of like bring a guest more or less out of their shell because that's what we try to do. Like when we, especially when we had like Gaston or even like those with like not very confident in, in English, like um, mm. Agatha, we just sort of like have to conversate with them in a way that hey, you know, you you can be comfortable talking to us. Like we got we, we got we had Gaston saying shit show on a platform <laughs> that's open to the world for goodness sake, and he wouldn't dare he say would. that. He wouldn't dare say that on like um, at the banquets or anything. 
Yeah, he would. He would. Yeah, he would. <laughs> <laughs> he would. Yeah, he would. Wait, on the mic? On the mic? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh shit! Oh, he's, he's wild. He's wild. So he was even. He was even chatting shit about USAPO as well. Let's not forget on the I know. podcast. So. I know. Was he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. My man's will shoot from the hip, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is, is it them ones like, again, Ryan is like, it's the platform, isn't it? When you provide that safe and comfortable environment, people can be themselves. That's what we're trying to do here. And pretty much right. that's what you've been doing for all these years. So the blueprint is set. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to yeah. lie. Everyone that does these powerlifting podcasts, there's not a single podcast that is out there that does not follow your f- a footprint in terms oh, of thank like, you. That's very nice make you to it say. comfortable. It's true. I mean, when we started these things as well, that's one of the things we said to ourselves. We have to make a, a very comfortable environment. When people come mm-hmm. in, they're themselves. I mean, there's another one we did yesterday with Rondell will drop soon. Listen to that. This man is not a joke. No, sir. No, <laughs> he's caught up too. I remember I had Rondell like 2018 when he won the junior worlds mm-hmm. way back in 2018. Um, not long afterwards, I had him on the podcast. It's fuck me like four years, time flies. But um uh he he's caught up in some political shit, and yeah. I'm sure he's got a story to tell. No, oh, he sure, did. Oh, yeah, he did. yeah. I oh, bet he did. and um yeah, I, and, and I'm still curious on what's gonna happen with him. Cause listen, listen to the podcast. He yeah, said when it, it well, yo, when it drops, bro. He Ooh, said yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, he did not really? hold back. Yep. He said oh, it. Basically, let me just give you a preview. He said, yeah. where is it gonna be? What is it gonna do? And why is it coming to do it for? And no one is safe. And no one is safe. Oh shit. You know? And wow. he named he named people by names. He didn't go like, oh yeah, I want to achieve this because of that person. No, 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 no. My men went by names. Fuck. <laughs> See, that's it. That's bold. Some people yeah. are bold enough to go names. Some people just do like, well, here's my numbers, and whatever those numbers take me to, I'm comfortable with. And some yeah. people are like, no, fuck that. Nah, I want to beat nah. this guy, that guy, because this yeah. guy's the man. This whatever. That's, li- that's literally the energy we got when we had Bob on. He was like, you know what? When people yeah, talk about it. It's you against you. Fuck that. I'm coming to beat this motherfucker. And that's yeah. that. American yeah, Bob drops Jimmy names. Exactly. Yeah. Bob, Bob straight up said, I got to beat Ashton. I want to beat um, Taylor's, I think it was point, his GL points, dots. whatever. Yeah. Dots, yeah, his dots. dots. Yeah, I want to like, he's, he was naming names, man. Because these yeah. are like the people. And when you take those scalps, add them to your resume, mm. then you're the man. I mean, Rondo, literally, Rondo says he's, he doesn't want to beat them. He want to crush every single individual. That's just a little bit I gave you. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's, a mo- so- <laughs> he's a monster been waiting to come back out. Uh, hell yeah, hell yeah. So, um, Ryan, this is about you. So, my first question is, my man, you have King of the Lift, voice of yes, powerlifting, sir. right? Yes, sir. There's two things here. You used to be a powerlifter yourself. Yes, sir. Right? And, and so, what made you transition of thinking, do you know what? I'm good at this shit. I'm good at being the voice. I'll leave the lifting to other people and I will feel, focus on the voice. Well, here's the thing. Um, your athletic career is only going to be so long, mm. period. No matter who you are. Of course. Like the, your, your athletic window is yay big. Um, and in terms of like an athletic window, like there's so many fucking powerlifters. And I still lift weights in the whole nine too. Injuries and whatnot start catching up. And in terms of like peaking that catches up to you and, and it's like, I'm not going to do this much longer. But in terms of the media side, like the podcast and um, doing like the broadcast, a live stream and whatnot, you know, there's certain, certain things, A, 
it's far more, there's far less people doing podcasts in the broadcast mm. at a fucking very high level. Yeah. You can turn into, if you listen to a broadcast, not for nothing, but you listen to live streams, you can kind of tell if it's just a power lifter or you can kind of tell if it's, it sounds like a guy, like he's kind of got the same podcast tonage. He's got, there's, there's broadcast talk, accent, cadence, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. That's different. And very few, if not nobody's quite got, when you turn it on and it sounds different than I'm talking now, it's different on the bro- the broadcast. And if you could, it, 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 that is something that like, if we're going to make it onto ESPN and we're already on Eurosport and all the rest of it, people have to tune in and it sounds the same. It sounds like a broadcast. It's mm. difficult for me to explain the broadcaster accent, but you know when you hear it. I, I kind of get, get what you mean. because of- You understand? It's not podcast. It's not conversational. The way you talk, oh, it, like, it just becomes slight, it's, very it's, subtle. It's that thing that, like, I guess it garners attention, right? Like it, it's just, just something about it. Is, is, you it's know, you're gonna be you're gonna be drawn to that sort of uh, even the inflection of your words and the drawing out of certain words into yeah. the next when you end a sentence. There's a way you're doing it, and um, it's not the same as conversational on the podcast. Mm. So you could you could get people who are good lifters, good podcasters, good speakers, and they're good as co's. So yeah. a co is the the retired athlete or current athlete or whoever the shit the coach. And that is your co and they don't need that. But when you do lead, watch the UFC tonight, watch boxing, watch any sport, the lead talks differently. And you will find out, you will hear the slight cadence and accent they use when they prolong words, hit words, and they do it in a certain way. That is different. And Joe Rogan's like, I can't fucking lead. He, and yeah. this is Joe Rogan. He's like, do you, I can't do, do it. Do you know who does, who I feel does do it? Because you mentioned UFC, DC. Daniel Cormier, he does. He, he doesn't does. do lead though. Nah, dog. No, but I think he wants it. He he sounds like he wants it though. Every time, like he's anytime he's had Khabib on, anytime he's had like any other athlete, he's he's doing what you more or less just described there. The the play by play is is John Anik who does. Mm. If you listen to John Anik and then the fellas talking, and then yeah. John Anik and the play by play is different. The play by play and lead is different than the co. The co's are Daniel Cormier, Joe Rogan. Michael Bisming, whatever the shit. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. difficult, man. Look, at I, in terms of this shit, because I did um, reality TV show and did like like uh, work with TV producers on all this and was like media trained. And um, it's very, very subtle, but it's very, very difficult as well. Mm. And you can't, it's very difficult to take someone and be like, now you have to start talking this one specific way and change the way you use, like prolong certain words on purpose, have a certain accent to it. It's fucking difficult to explain, man. Nah, a lot of it's just... That, that's, well, why, no. that's why not many can do it. That's why IPF have trusted their, their sport in you to be the voice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, one thing, there's one caveat I can give there is when Jess was going for that world championship in South Africa, you did forget that you were lead on that mic. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What did I do? Probably. You're probably right because I'm human. And exactly. Fuck me, was I losing my mind on? The, the, the funny thing is, I, I could see you standing up. I literally was behind ah, you. And then I, I said to myself, this man, if this was not a PG sport at this moment with that mic, oh my God, you're going to be hearing shit that you never heard. <laughs> Dude, it was, it, I've been in, fuck me, I'm like, um, like I've been doing it since 2016 and like the fucking moments I've been in fellas, 
I'm the luckiest man in the world because I love powerlifting. So for me to get flown all over the world and bear witness to like fucking like prime time Ray Williams, like squatting a thousand Ray Williams and like the Jess Bittner, but even like going right back to the John Hack versus Brett Gibbs 2016 to like all of this shit, Mm. you know, and uh, for me to see all this and fly all over the world and still be doing it to answer your question, like, that takes it, man. This is like, all of this is just an excuse for moments in your life. That's all yeah. this is. All this is. You know how many moments I got that I'm a part of now? Like, I felt that shit. When Jess was pulling against Agatha for that world championship, the biggest deadlift we'd ever seen in IPF or fucking drug tested on a stiff bar. Uh, you know what I mean? Raw. Okay. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. So, and like, I feel it. Um, I, I remember being on the air, looking past the platform, I could see in the wings. And I see fucking Jess with her headphones on pacing and they're fucking loading the bar and you feel this is a moment. Yeah. You understand? You feel it. I'm live. A thousand people on their feet. Fucking however many on the air about to listen. Eurosport, the whole fucking nine. And you're looking in the wings and there's Jess, someone you've known for years. And Mm. she's about, and she's going... And she's got, she's head down, bobbing, and the team Canada behind her going, let's go, let's, yelling, and you could just see it. And they're loading the bar, and then you hear, bar is loaded. Mm. Dog, fuck, like, this is why we're here. This is why, this yeah, life, it's, man. It's, the, it's that it's, magic. It's life, dog. It's that the magic. Thing, that just experience, right? It was not just the Canadian team, the Bryce and them law saying, you got this. No, right? I was at the back of her. As soon as those headphones came off, every single nation, every single lifter that was at the back, they were rooting for Jess to get at the yeah. lift. Uh, apart from it's one. It's not just, I mean, <laughs> even Agatha was. No, no, yeah, she wasn't no, was no, she was at the back. She was at the front. Remember yeah, that? Probably Team Poland. She, she but, was yeah. rooting. For, literally, like, as soon as they said the bar is loaded, we all left the back. Look, at that time, even if we had gold and diamonds, someone would have been rich that day. Because yeah. everyone dropped everything. We all came at the front to watch that. So it was like, again, as you said, those are the incredible moments that you only live once because we don't know if it's going to happen again. Even if it happened again, we don't know if it's going to happen in that magnitude. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I kind of get where you're coming from, by the way. You got to have like every now and then just stop and appreciate your fucking moment and be like, this is a moment. In life, you don't, you only have how many days in your calendar come and go when you're at home doing your day-to-day job? But when you're at IPF world championships, every fucking day is the wildest. I wake up and like, I don't know who I'm going to see, where I'm going to be, what's going to happen. And the days feel so long because I'm so present. When I'm home doing my day job, days just fall off the fucking calendar, my friend. Like (laughs) fucking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's the weekend already. When I'm at like a week and fly by. When I'm at IPF Worlds that week is the it's, longest. Do, do you know? Do you know what we say? Do you know what we say over here when it's what you're describing now? We call it a movie because that's that's how that's the essence of what you're going through. It's a movie, right? And you've had loads of those. Like you, you're just talking about 2022 now. 2021 for you was a movie as well. How you were like just vibing with the French team. Like we, Fuck. I've heard your, I've heard your podcast. I've heard the way you just gave them your credit card, trusted them, and like. That shit, that shit is unheard of. Like these are like more or less what strangers, right? 
and you're trusting them with something like, yo, they could have gone ham and bought themselves suits and shit as well. But like I might have. I didn't <laughs> yeah. even look. I was hey, hey, exactly. Penna looks fly as fuck lately. Bro. <laughs> um, no, but like, here's the thing. Like, here's another beautiful thing. The people I fucking meet, like, look at like, Jaren's at Worlds or like, who, like, you just meet people. Look, I would never have met these people. Like the mm. French team, I just met them at Worlds. And um, yeah, it's funny about that. Like the, the, the banquet's coming up and who better to get you, buy you some drip, get some threads going than the French team or fly as fuck. Like Penn is fly <laughs> as fuck. This is oh, a fly as motherfucker you see in your life. Him, Gavin. Gavin went there too. And uh, I'm like, I need some, some clothes and I trust them. You know, whatever it is, what it is. And um, I remember I got the package and the note on the package was waiting for me at the hotel um, at the front desk. And it said, uh, take a look inside. You're going to like it. But you broke as fuck right now. <laughs> I, like, I, don't, I don't even want to look at it. It is what it is. I'm not even looking. They're like, it's fucking, it's nice, but it's probably more than you would expect. Oh, it is what it is. Shit. But it's true though. You just meet people and you're like, fuck, like it's weird. Me and Gavin just said the commentary for worlds, like the entire junior worlds. Mm. And at one point, so I met, so met Gavin in Sweden was the first time I met him in real life. Then uh, the open worlds in South Africa, PA Nats. Um, he flew in and we did a session on PA Nats as well. And also did those like 12 days together, whatever the fucking junior worlds. And then at one point I looked at Gavin and I'm like, in all these adventures we've been in, me and Gavin have been through some fucking, some stories we can't even tell me, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> uh, um, what? No, you can't. I remember, what? What was this? <laughs> and then I remember looking at Gavin and be like, do you realize I met you not even a year ago yet? We're just closing in on a year. And like people see all these pics of me and Gavin dudded up from all the different events that we've been in and shit. Like, I'm like, all these adventures we've been in, dog, it's been a fucking year. Mm. You know, great people don't have these lifestyles. I'm just fucking grateful I'm, I'm a part of this. No, yeah, no. I, you, know, you know, that's what it said in that some people you meet, you create that relationship for a lifetime. Do you know what I mean? You probably like the relationship you have with Gavin now, you probably don't have that relationship with some of your childhood friends anymore. Do you know what I mean? That's why this this sport, I think that's why it's bringing us to, is like, for instance, me, I met Anna for the first time in South Africa. But at the moment, me and him, we're like brothers. Well, mm. He can't go on over a day without messaging me, what's up? You know, I can't go and have a training and have a shit day without telling him, oh my God, I had a shit day today. My sport was trash. Even though we're all AE free, but me and him don't care. We send each other our top left. We don't give a fuck. Right? Mm. At the end of the day is, if he wins, I win. If he win, if if he wins, I win. If I win, he wins. Oh. That's why you're all good. <laughs> What'd you do? Um, just carry on. <laughs> it says we're recording, so we're good. Yeah, my, yeah. My, my laptop fucked me off today. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like That relationship you create is forever. You know mm. what I mean? It's the same thing where you're saying with Gavin there. That will remain for, for the rest of your life. Well, he, you like, build he, friendships. He, you build friendships, though, don't you? You build friendships. You like, yeah. like an example with us as well in this podcast. So me, Jurens, and Joey, like we've just started getting a little closer now because of the podcast. You know, honestly. Yeah. So it's just little things like that where you just build like a family within. It's the Euros, isn't itself. it? When we created that relationship. Was yeah. That yeah. No, honestly, it was the Euros. Because it's, it's, it's only known, recently. We've known we've known each other for years, literally since like I think 2017, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But never but really it's only like, recently. Yeah. So that's that's I, why we do get it. Well, I mean, look at for here's another way of looking at it. All right. So you may not be as close to these people for the rest of your life, maybe. Like maybe when you maybe you do. 
but maybe when you're 55, 65, maybe they're not still in your life, but they, you will always have that moment and they'll look back and you'll look back. And when you cross paths again, you'll cross paths at some point, some reunion, something, you will always have that. And I got boys and you guys probably do too, that if I see them now and I haven't seen them in 10 fucking years, it would be like, holy, my man. And you just start shooting the shit just like it was, it doesn't, you have yeah, that, that. Like no time has passed, like sort of. Uh, it, it, that's where, like, yeah. And this is something else that I've noticed back into the moment thing, but moments also culminate together to create an era. So in your life, you have certain eras. And that's more where I'm like, this is a fucking era right now for me. Like the people I'm meeting and are gathering, and all of a sudden, I've been doing King of List for a hot minute and, mm. and powerlifting the whole night. And even that, it's not a King of List era because King of List now has been around long enough that it's got little mini eras for me. For me, certain people recycle in, cycle out. You know, I've seen people come and go in like there's certain mini eras and you just respect what people bring me and they don't last forever. So you appreciate and you look around and you just fucking, it's the biggest trip. It's like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to bring you back on your uh, King of the Lifts journey, so-called. But, but actually, no, before I do, before I do, how, did, how does it feel right now being on the other side considering you know you're on our podcast and you're the guest when usually you're the one hosting and you're trying to like cater to your guests like how, how, how are you feeling about it right now it kind of feels the same tell you the truth Here's oh the- yeah <laughs> yeah Look, to me to me that's a good thing because that at least that way we know you're comfortable i'm guessing because durance is here you know durance and everything you've had him on your podcast as well so again that to, to, to me that's good I, I hope it's the same for everyone else here for uh yeah. yeah i can't speak for everyone else here but uh, <laughs> yeah i mean for me it's um it's always just discussions though right like you're just talking mm. discussions so when you keep that in mind um you'll be all right most people are going to be like that it's not like you know when you when you see those political pundits like fucking that are like have i got your moments where they're yeah. like you know, but this is like that you know powerlift isn't quite as uh important is to yeah get, yeah no yeah it's not, but, it's not it's not as political i mean we do try to catch our guests every now and then but just which 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 we would do by the way ryan it's coming don't worry it's coming we're getting oh, okay okay <laughs> no, so, but, yeah, uh, no, but no let's let's go back to your king of the list king of the list sort of journey um how did the name begin by the way that like? yeah how did it how did not, it start off like and is it just you or do you have like a, a team as well that help you out like finding lifters and reposting and stuff or are you in charge of absolutely everything no, okay. So, um, first off, Kingless is a dope ass name, right? Like, um, hell yeah, <laughs> it's just, it, it just slips out the tongue, like it is. Yeah. And, and even like, even logo wise, to have the crown, um, it's on easy the mic. To, easily on the mic and uh, it's easily recognizable. So, you can move it around, right? You could take the crown off, put it on a mic, take the crown off, put it on a person, take the crown off, put it by itself. So, that's really good. It's it, in terms of like, um, it, it, it maneuvers very, very well. And you, it's easily to play with too, right? In terms of like the king and whatever the fuck. Bro, it's, it's genius. It, it can work very way. well. It can work very well. But um, in terms of background, like people like Kafui, Hochoyame is, uh, he's from Canada. He was a Canadian 83 kilo national champ. He broke an IPF world record in 2019 with deadlifts. It's my man, man. Love that's that. That's my man. man. So that's my, that's, that's my friend from like, we're literally living in the same town, um, known each other for years. 
we go on like walks together, like we hang out in person. So that's like my. So that's, that's why you were pissed off when Kathy was in a group B in South Africa, isn't it? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I had to personal. It personal. It oh yeah, and um, he was held back, man. They weren't loading up the bar for my man. We ordered. It was that. crazy. Every lift was like, people were messaging me because uh, they know, and they're like. Dude, when are they going to start loading the bar? Because he's going to run out of attempts. I, I ran back to the back and was like, all right, he's as fresh as fuck. So we're going to load the bar for his last dead, right? Because he's got a monster deadlift. We got to load that shit up. They didn't even load a PR for his last dead, let alone load it up. Like, God they damn. Did him, they did him dirty. That's all, yeah. I, that's all I can say. You know, there's a lot of shit underneath that, but they did him dirty. I'm sorry. Because we had, we had to have seven. One of them dropped out. It was just easy for him to come to the group B. Uh, yeah. group a. Easy. So, anyway, yeah, anyway, let's it is go what back it to is. King of the Lifts. <laughs> yeah, Sorry yeah. About that. So, yeah. No worries. No, no. So, um, and then Adrian's another dude who he he was like a president of a supplement company, and he's more on that end, like a mentorship like that. But then on obviously the podcast side, um, 2019 linked up with a couple of the fellas, like the American team coaches was Bill McCarthy and Arian Kamesi. And then Rory Lynch uh, was with the New Zealand. And then we started going in a group chat. We did a fucking fantasy league in a group chat or some shit with like Pete Spence from SBD and just whatever. And then um, started doing like the podcast. So for when it comes to like, like as hosts, they kind of joined when it comes to previous shows recaps, but now we're kind of moving into, we're cycling in other people as well, right? Like it's not just like we've had other people come on, regularly for previews and recaps and shit like that and we're probably mm-hmm. going to do that as well like if it's europeans or a european event let's bring in some specifically european people because the people i just mentioned none of us are european yeah so you want you could, you could bring a jersey well that's right. exactly it like like for really real like yes i would love to oh yeah bring insurance yeah. no I, joke I, I think that that's that's another thing that makes it different you know i mean even again as i said with king lift this the, the blueprint we we're talking about earlier that's what makes it different in terms of like if there's a europeans to me or well, personally this is just my personal opinion if there's europeans happening here in europe and uh tune into king of the lift it's just you arian or um, the gentleman from New Zealand, probably right. I'm going to skip it. I'm thinking like, right. what do you guys know about the Europeans? Although mm-hmm. even, even though you know the lifters, but come on, the seasons, I'm the one that live in the full season here in Europe. Do you know what I mean? So, but yeah. if you bring that Europe, like, I think last time you bought more in. So at least yeah. I will tune in because I know there's an European there. They know how we're feeling. So do you know what I mean? That, that's, that's a really good thing to um, um, do anyway. 100 like he's been there he's there he's like you know for sure man it's just proper representation just like um Mm. i'm trying not to make it an all boys club neither and try to bring girls in as well yeah uh for some of these events these preview shows and recaps tori from canada is pretty good but we could bring in other people like you try your best you know um you got your core that you like but you gotta move outside of that and bring people in and then for the one-on-one like for the conversations i usually do have arian with me here's the thing what i've noticed if I have just me and I've had some fucking moments with people, like I can tell you some moments on the podcast. I had CC um, Ingram on who at the time was CC Holcomb and she was in the untested and she had the highest Wilkes. Mm-hmm. On, and I, I 
I usually, this is fucking going back to like 2018 ish or whatever. And I remember asking her in the DMs, like, are there any questions you think I should ask you? Cause you have background stories. And um, she said, yeah, ask me um, why I got into powerlifting. That's a pretty, I was going to ask that anyways, but That's fuck it. Basic, Sounds yeah. good. So I asked her, so how did you get into powerlifting? When did you start strength training? And um, she said, when I was 13, um, I was held down and raped. And I swore that would never happen to me ever again. So I started lifting weights. And what they did, what he did to me was monstrous. And he created a fucking monster. And she now went untested, lifting weights a whole nine. And to say I was off, caught off guard. But here's the thing. That shit, if I wasn't alone, if it was four, three, four guys, you may not open up like that because that's far more difficult. But if yeah. it's just me and you, if it's just me yeah. and you, that is the advantage of the one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. And um, and that happened. That was one of the first times I was like some serious conversations. Since then, I have had conversations where like, like Joe Sullivan talked about um, his mother was literally had cancer and they're in the U.S. You have to pay for cancer treatments. His dad working three jobs and would come home, didn't have enough money to eat. So the family ate and he just didn't eat. And some days they were in fucking garbage cans looking for scraps to eat so his mother could live. And he was in such a bad scenario. He was in school and some kids came by, this is Michigan, and they were looking for this kid, couldn't find him, pulled a fire alarm. So the whole school had to come out and then they shot the kid. Yo. And it's like fucking the wildest. And he's literally stopping. He stopped and telling these stories. Like, I remember my dad. I remember my dad like not eating and him being like, you, he goes like the way it feels like to feel like a burden. And he's like, I got the fuck out the house way young. He's like, I started working way young because you, he's like, I, you don't know what it's like to be like, my mom's dying. And if I don't get the fuck out and stop being a burden, she could die. And my dad's working three jobs. I don't see him. And he's like, it's, it's crazy. And he's stopped like tears, man. And nope. it's like fucking <clears throat> the trust. The trust you have to get from people to open up to you like that from Andy Riley coming on, talking about having eating disorders and she breaks down and apologizes. I'm like, don't fucking apologize. Um, don't apologize to me. Like somebody's going to listen to Sophia Ellis yeah. from the UK I coming on. And she talked about suicidal, like just like her, her battles with eating disorder and everything, man, for people to come on and trust you like that. Like, there's a lot of podcasts out there, my man. I listen to, you know, a lot of podcasts, but there's not a lot of powerlifting podcasts where people come on and they're like, there's maybe it's because really? I'm an old, maybe because I'm an older dude and I've dealt with this shit and the way I'll deal with it. Um, like Coco Clement talked mm. about, like, I don't know if you know the Coco story or fucking Jonathan Garcia. I mean, this shit, I could go on about some of these stories, fucking people breaking down and it's like, Maybe it's the maturity that I'm an older dude. Maybe it's because I'll hit him with the one-on-one -on -one and I'll know or whatever it is, but the fucking trust that they must give to me and how honored I am that they will come on and trust me with this, that I would handle it with delicacy, maturity, and respect and not over push. But at the same time, I'll ask questions because you brought it up. So you want to talk about it. Yeah. You wouldn't bring it up if you didn't want to talk about it. Uh and that's where... Honestly, bro, man, my that is heavy, yeah. man. 
that was right. heavy. The thing is, that's that's the environment you've created for people. Yeah, no, honestly, that, right? yeah. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. When you had me last time with Mo, I was expecting questions like that, and I was ready for it. Do you know what I mean? In terms of like, yes, if you ask me questions like that, I, I will be honest and answer questions like that. Because you've created that environment for people to feel safe and talk about it. Although, don't get me wrong, I know probably... There will be thousands of people that are going to listen to this, but I don't care about those thousand people. I only care about the person I'm seeing right in front of me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's giving me that environment. And you've created that. Do you know what I mean? And another thing as well with like this powerlifting shit that we're all doing, right? First of all, I always say to people, look, this is a self-funded sport. You're lucky if you're me that when you're supported by SPD, that's different. If you're not, mm. most of the majority of people, they pay them for themselves to do the sport, right? So it means... When you're doing these sports, every single individual has a story. Mm. You know? And sometimes that's why we're creating these platforms for people to come and tell their stories, for us to learn from it. You know, I mean, there's a few things like I always say, like, I had an issue with a few um, young guys here in Britain about just the, these podcasts. I said to them, I said, look, you can talk about a lifter, but be careful sometime to talk about certain things because you don't know that person's story. You can mm. probably just say like, oh yeah, oh, I, I guess his mom's going to cook for him. You don't know if my mom is still alive. Yeah. You don't know the relationship I have with my mom. You don't know whether I like anyone to associate my name with my mom. So you can't talk about shit like that unless you've heard it for myself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So th- all of that is cooler to you, to be, to be honest. is the environment you've created for those people anyway. Do you know what I mean? In, so, you know, yeah. I, I just, I just want to add to that, actually. You know, the environment that you have, it actually, you know, it makes me reflect on, obviously, our platform and the platform that you've created is that, um, you know, I've had people give me feedback, like, it's pretty rare to see, like, a, a group of hosts, try, like, a, a group of three of hosts trying to make a podcast work when it's only, like, one guest on. And you having to have have the opportunity to do the one on one, I think that's where we see the limitations we, we may have and advantages that you have because you get that sort of like because it's one to one, it gets it can get that deep, it can get 100%. that personal. And I I honestly respect that because how how you take it in, how you absorb it, and you know not just not you 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 listen to talk as opposed to just you you listen to respond back sort of thing if that makes sense like 100 it does mm. if it's one-on-one i'm telling you fellas like and you could look at you you could be as flexible as you want for sure one of you fellas could be like there's someone coming on they're comfortable with me i'm comfortable with them and i think their story is gonna be a little different when Mm. we take this one solo and maybe you guys just be like for the better of the 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 product you're about to put out the content you're about to put put out um, it is for sure. When you sit down with three people, you sit down with one person. It, it's like Jordan just said, where you, it's going to go out to thousands of people like all over the world. It could be, yeah. but when you're one-on-one at times, you forget At times you get into that and you just start, it takes time though, but it will come, but they have to trust you over time. It does help that once one person comes on and they see how you handle it and, um, it helps. And, what, when it happens, it, it's it just it's a slow build of trust that people come on. They're like, if I'm going to tell this specific story, maybe I'm going to tell Ryan. Maybe I'm going to feel comfortable with this one. But you go on a different podcast and maybe, maybe yes, but maybe you might also be like, I'm not sure, man. You know, yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe it's just that you don't feel that mood, whatever, man. I get it. Sometimes it wouldn't even be that mood with me. It's not like it's always like that, but it's just it's happened repeatedly over the years. Look, at if this shit stops right now, like if this shit stops tomorrow, um, I've had so many fucking conversations that changed me and how mm. I see things and like hit me. And like, I have the video and I have the, I could double back and be like, damn. And like, I'm not the same person I was when I first started a podcast, man. Yo, can How I can, can I be? Can I can I hit you up on like just what you just went for, what we just said there? It's like obviously you've had loads of guests, right? Mm. You've had loads of like things you picked up on. I actually got two questions. I'm always curious because I feel as though we're gonna like we've already come to that, but I'm not gonna divorce because it's your you're the guest here, not us. Um one, was there ever a time when you recorded something, right? And you were like, no, nah, I'm not putting that out. Right. And se- before you ask that, because yeah. I, cause I want to give you a bit of thinking time. Second question is, have you ever had someone on put it out and you were like, no, nah, I'm not going to ever have them back. And if so, can you tell us who it is? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in terms of the first question, yeah, there was a comment that was a joke, but it was a uh, sexual joke about uh, a, by a male but a female lifter but the context was so um, it was like it was like about sexual abuse and off. it was like my man that ain't that's not something you make a joke about mm. like the lifter was sexually abused the female was sexually abused she was sexually abused yeah. and it was out there and then when that got brought up this is how some people react sometimes yeah. When they're uncomfortable, they make a joke. And I don't even think this person um, was, it with trying to be, yeah. was trying to be that on like fucking, I don't know the word you've used, but they weren't trying like that. I think this person isn't comfortable in certain dialogues and situations. So when that got brought up, that was the knee jerk is to make a joke. And then I, on the fly, was telling myself, okay, well, that's never going to fucking see the light of day, huh? Mm-hmm. Because, like, what the fuck? Yeah, so, yo. Um, so that's getting taken out. Um, and I honestly told myself, like, this dude isn't trying to be any certain ways. I honestly think he's fucking... And here's another thing, to Jern's point. What, you don't know why he's uncomfortable with that conversation. Mm-hmm. Men get sexually abused as kids. People react and your knee jerk will be, let's fucking throw that guy on the stake. Huh? Let's mm-hmm. fucking set him on fire. You don't know what he's dealing with though. Yeah. That, that was an uncomfortable moment for him and God knows why. And he just fucking knee jerked off the, it's difficult. Life's hard, man. Did you, did you, did you, did you ask to reshoot then? No, nah, I just edited that little piece out. Oh, sh- okay. Okay. So you didn't scrap it all together. You were like, no, nah, let me. I'll take, take that, that out. out. No one knows. And it's all good. Yeah, and yeah. um she don't know he don't know he probably still don't know and, uh, <laughs> like you know three hours long you just think fuck it it all went out and it is what it is um oh. yeah man life's hard man life's complicated i don't want to fuck up anyone's life anymore than it is yeah, you know course. what i mean like yeah, life yeah, is yeah. Tough enough um in terms of somebody never having a back i don't think i've had yet some something where it was like oh shit like an oh i haven't had a moment where it's like Oh, I can't have this person back. I don't think off the top of my head. Um, off the top of my head, I don't think of a guest where they were, or, or like it hit the airwaves and people were like, holy shit, dude, you can't. Uh, I haven't, I don't think I've had blowback like that yet. 
I mean, that's Ooh, the same hey, thing. Hey, hey, touch on wood, bro. Touch, touch on, on wood. wood. <laughs> touch yeah, on yeah. wood. I don't think so anyways. But. But, but what about, because I know you've had guests where um, the language has always been a barrier. You have to bring it, um, translate yeah. it in. Is he, because I know, you, again, that's one of the things that myself personally have got so much respect because you trying to be inclusive and include the entire world into your platform. Is it not difficult? For you to have a guest that doesn't speak English, someone has to translate, and you know you have to do it all over again if you invite that person. Isn't this not a guest that you're thinking, ah, oh, no, man, I ain't got no time for this shit. Yo, yo. Okay, that, 100%. That, that, Sorry, go ahead. And the, uh, no, I'm, I'm just adding on to what Jorian said. It's like that and the time zones. Because obviously, if, if, if anyone is in your time zone, it's, it's usually going to be in English, right? But if it's like different language, different part of the globe, it's Dog, definitely... I've had one time we had the when the 72 class was being abolished and it became 69s and 76s. Mm -hmm. I had all of the 72s and a couple 84s, like all the big hitters on one podcast. So we're, we're talking like, fuck me, like I don't know, it was like 10 women. And Jesus. from all over the world, though, like I mean, from all over the world, and one of them was in Australia, Isabella von Weisenberg, to mm. like Europe, South America, to all over the US. The amount of time zones I had and threw it out there, it was fucking like, that was the hardest was just trying to get everybody. And then when some people couldn't make a certain timeline, it's like, or time frame. sorry. It's like, sorry, love. I guess you just kind of, I'm going to make it because if I keep pushing this back, yeah. like, okay, let's try Tuesday. And then like, <laughs> who fits this? And then like, you know, you can't get everybody in that timeline. Then you're mm -hmm. like, all right, fuck, let's try Wednesday. It's like, I right, now, you know what? It's fucking Wednesday. <laughs> it's going to be Wednesday. You make the cut or you don't make the cut because we're never going to get everybody. Uh, so in that group chat, the majority could make a specific day. You fly with it. In terms of the interviews with um, interpreters, I don't think I'm going to do, this is as close to that as I'm going to do now. Because it started getting, I ask you a question. The in interpreter asked the question in Russian. Mm -hmm. And then the person says something back in Russian. Now that question could be like two minutes. Then the Russian talking could be five fucking minutes. Now we're seven minutes of just trying to find out. Just <laughs> out the, the, listener, the listener of the podcast is literally like, I'm waiting seven fucking minutes for my answer. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't nah, do it. For I real, decided, bro. I decided I'm not doing that anymore, but this is what I will do. I had like Turbo Tiff on with Penna, and mm. I know Turbo Tiff knows enough. English that oh, she I does. can she, she knows does, enough bro. English yeah. that if I I can ask her a question she'll know what I'm saying she might even be able to talk English back but if she loses her words she can tell Penna so the back forth is cut in half and maybe even cut totally because there are times when I ask her the question she don't got to look to Penna she'll know exactly what I said that's a huge chunk of time and mm -hmm. then she might even spit back to me on the fly get caught up with a couple words she not only is it good that it's an interpreter, but it's a friend like Penna she trusts. Now she's mm. more comfortable. There's yeah, something yeah. that you notice is like when English is a second language, it people are nervous already coming on podcasts. Sometimes you are so much more nervous when English is your second language and you're not very familiar with it. It just augments it several times. I did Yo. the same thing with Jad Jack up in Noemi. Go ahead, buddy. Bro, that's that's exactly how I felt. I don't know if you noticed, but I actually trained with Panna and Tiff and everyone there. And obviously. My only language is English. 
And they were upset at me for only knowing English and not a word of French. Because you're lazy, mate. No, hey, let, no wait. <laughs> no, but listen, it, it, it got tough, okay? It got tough because I started I started calling out numbers in English. I got hit back with, like, looks of confusion. So you started I, hitting PRs unintentionally? Who the yeah, fuck did they load? I'm like, yo, this, this is what I asked for, but it got lifted, so, yeah. But, I, but you know, like, like you were saying with Tiff, I, I, I did clock, because obviously how she was in your podcast. I did clock like when I was training there that she knows a whole lot more English than she lets out, right? Because uh, like basically the story is I lost one of my socks, right? It, everyone's shit is all over the gaff. You lose one? No, yeah, I lost one. I was trying to find the Someone's other. Someone's fucking with you. Someone's probably fucking with you. Someone's the, got your sock. And the, lo- the, lo- the last place I found it was next to Tiff. So I was at the Tiff. Um, have you seen a white sock, right? And I, I figured shit. Maybe she didn't understand me, but then she knew exactly what I was talking about because well, the, the way she was looking. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. She definitely knows that she lets on. Um, that, that, yeah. that, that makes it easy, isn't it? That's the question where it was like, as you explained there, when, because I did listen to one of your podcasts, Ryan, about you ask a question, the person interprets the question the other one, and the question is not even the same anymore. I know. Yeah, you know that I mean? also and, bothers me. There is so many of the, your podcasts. I mean, it's not nothing to do with you, right? right. This is not this is not a shade on hey, you. What J- you're doing? Jerez is talking about some of the French ones. Trust me. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> because I speak French, you know, ah. I speak French. Yeah. So when the question goes that way and it comes back, this I'm thinking like, nah, man, Ryan did not say that at all. That's not even close to what he said. Oh, and when wow. the answer comes back, and I'm thinking like, nigga, do wait. <laughs> the what doing in the conversations. <laughs> Well, you have two different podcasts right now. Um, yeah, I mean, look at that happened with uh, I've had even some lifters afterwards being like, look, my English isn't 100%, so I had an interpreter. But I could kind of get what you were saying. And then when it was interpreted to me, it wasn't what I initially thought it was. Even the mm. person will say that sometimes. Um, let, me, let me say some about Turbo Tiff real quick, because we're talking about Turbo Tiff and being in France. So Turbo Tiff, you see Turbo Tiff, she's like small, she's like, 105 pounds, whatever, 97 kilo or uh, 47, 47, kilo. 47 kilo. Yeah. And um, she's small and cute and like whatever. Yo, she's spicy, man. She's spicy, dog. When I was, when, when, let me tell So obviously she comes from a boxing background, whatever. When I was in, uh, Pennant brought me into Silent Worker and I did like work like the media there. And um, A, first off, let me just say, we get so used to being at Worlds. Everyone's talking English. And now I know what it's like to, cause I don't talk French mm. and when everyone's having a conversation and you're in that circle of people and I'm not shy to like talk, right? Like I like talking, I'm an extrovert. I get, I get like my energy is from that. And the conversation is going, when you don't know what other people are saying. And after a while, like, fuck me, I'm just standing here with a stupid smile on my face and, <laughs> and, and, I, and I can't, I can't jump in with shit. I don't know what you're saying. I can always, if just let me be let me be in a room. I could jump in on any conversation. I don't even know this topic, but I'll find something. Yeah. And I'm in. But if you have nothing, I'm like, how long am I going to be here with a stupid smile on my face? Hey, bro. You know I'm saying like, oh, bro, shit. I, you feel it. And now I, I know how some people feel like at Worlds when they don't speak English. And now bro, I know how it feels. Bro, I cannot relate enough, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> These guys know exactly what I'm talking about. So, like I said, I was training with Panna and the rest of the silent work a lot. Out, out of the blue, right? Panna pops out, camera, starts speaking in French. I'm thinking, oh, maybe he's just speaking to, speaking to his missus, right? 
bro, he's he's vlogging. He's vlogging straight up. I don't know what he's chatting. And then the camera pans over to me. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> bro. Hey, and, hey if Ryan. You've watched it, if, you, if you go on the YouTube, on his YouTube channel, right? On Panda's YouTube channel, in his latest post, you'll just see exactly that. So Panda's talking. The camera focuses on Joey. And Joey's like, <laughs> bro, dog. Like, it happened to me. I just gave him a salute. I'm like, yes, sir. Bro, <laughs> see, that, see, that was cold. I fucking panicked, good. bro. I was just like doing some next shit with my hands, like doing some fucking. So, so basically, bro, Joey, you're not the only. Me so hard, like I was. You're not the only lazy guy here. So Ryan is lazy too. Because I'm lazy too, dog. In I your place, to French. in your place. Living in Canada when the country split in two languages, you should yeah. fucking know French. I <laughs> used to when I was a kid. I, I learned like French immersion, but it's been so fucking long. I oh, haven't my- been like had to use it ever. Um, talking about Turbo Tiff too, man. When I was in, uh, fuck, this is exactly we stayed on topic with not speaking French. So when this when I knew she was spicy. So at Worlds, it's one thing. When she's in France, you know you're more comfortable when everyone speaks French and shit. I seen her interactions. Yeah, but she's got some chip on her shoulder. You could tell she's confident as fuck, right? Oh, um, yeah, and spicy. Bro. And then when I was talking, I forget what the situation was. We we're in the warm up room, and um, I, she, she might have asked me to do something or some shit. And I said something, and she was giving me some spice in French, and everybody was laughing. And I'm like, "What the fuck is everybody laughing about?" And they're like, <laughs> and then she said something else, and it was laughing again. I'm like. Then it dawned on me, oh shit, Turbo Tiff is styling on me right now in the room. Is laughing at me. Like, fuck, man. Uh, and I'm like, Turbo Tiff, she's not this cute little thing, but she's, but it's funny because, like, it's your, you know, it's your yeah, friend. But course, um, yeah, yeah. it's hilarious, man. It's uh, the whole French. When you go to France, I'm so glad I went there because, like, um, Penna, it, it, there was like 150 people that crammed into this place and the, they were eating up every word he said. He hits the platform. It's like fucking Elvis is in the building and he's throwing up the heart signs and he's let's go. The lineup afterwards for him when he closed the shop and it was done, the lineup was like forever to take pictures with, with Penna. Like, like, I mean, everyone's there. Turbo Tiff, Leah Babwa, all the French shooters. France has got so many fucking shooters. Penna dog. It was crazy because they look at Penna like, like Penna is like that dude who's fucking leading the charge for France. Yeah. Bro, and uh, it has been. Bro, we said, bro, we done said that when he was on our podcast. We done yeah. said that. I mean, obviously, he took it humbles and whatever. But obviously, you know, I, like I got to spend time with him. He said some shit. I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, wait, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. No. What did he say? No, no, so because because no, no, because he, he 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 basically made me want to like say it after Arnold's because he wants to leave it until after Arnold. So mm-hmm. I got res- I got to respect that. If he said in confidence, it's one thing. Don't burn bridges. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those bridges don't he come. He did back. say he did say he was gonna hit a seven twenty though, didn't he? So seven thirty, bro. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Seven thirty, bro. He don't no, need seven thirty, but he doesn't yeah. need that much to like so make basically. A so what what he said. He doesn't care about what the world total is for Sheffield, right? He's going to hit 720, 730 at the Arnold's. So when he get that Sheffield wild card, he doesn't give a fuck. He makes, a, he makes enough money to survive. And then oh, yeah. hopefully in the future, he's going to make more money. So he's there to lift. What about if he get in a car accident after the Arnold's? 
Sheffield is gone. Mm. So to him, every meet he does, he's going all out. He doesn't give a fuck. So which is I, I respect, respect him it. for that, right? I respect him for that, and I have got so much respect on, uh, for Pana literally for what he does and what he's doing in France. To be honest, we all are impressed about it, right? No one will say that he's not. And bring him into that. I'll bring some controversy here, and um, Ryan. Let's do it. You saw the news, bench, bench press. Yeah, yeah. Oh my right. god, how how we not covered this yet? Yeah, go, yeah, go. It's fucking. It, first off, it's a monster. <laughs> I, I posted, and it's. Uh, so I posted. I did a podcast earlier uh, today, and um, I fucking looked at the comments. It, it was Sean Jin from US who just won the eighty three mm. uh, worlds, and um, went back to the KOTL like post about the bench rules and fucking. Let me just take a look at this gentleman. One second. And yeah, I'll give my impression on it. But just to tell you how fucking crazy this is. So this is like 10 hours, 677 comments, man. And like close to 677 comments in like 10 hours and like close to like 9,000 forwards and um, like 12,000 likes or whatever. Like, like the amount of traction on this, man, holy shit. Um, so anyways. To talk about the bench. No, I want, I want to hear. I want to hear what you think about it first. What and you that, think? Let me talk about what happened. What, what you, you think? think? This will be what think? I think about it. And yeah. and who do you think is going to affect the most? Like names. Oh, names. We, we, I think I'm for a bench rule change. I've already said this, right? How it actually rolls out. I want to see if this can be manageable. Um. You know, like in terms of the, the refs, et cetera, how this is going to work. If it's going to be easy or if it's not going to be easy. If it's, you know, I don't know that for sure. Maybe it is fucking easy. I don't know. What do you guys I think? think? I think, you know, I, I think <laughs> personally, my opinion is the only person that will be able to see what they're implementing is the center ref. It's only the center ref. And me being a lifter, all I need to mind, be mindful, my head is on a bench, my ass is on the bench. That's it. Even if the center does give me a red, the other two re- ref will give me a white. That's all I need. So that's how I see it. Do you know what I mean? It can only Could- be judged by the center ref, by these elbows. Because how would the side ref see if these elbows are actually in line? What if they're like, and, and I'm not, I don't know this for sure, but what if they are back looking in on an angle? If what their main, like, could you see, do you think that that, Bar has descended, the elbow has come down, and it looks like it's in range with the top of the shoulder, the delt, and and it's not just your static hold, brought your chest up, brought your chest down. Do you think that's what like the side people, if they position themselves, they have to change position. They literally have to move from the if they have to go chairs or whatever, they have to do what they do on the on the squat because on the squat, some of the ref what they do if they don't have a view, they actually stand up step aside and go on their knees and to check the depth. So I probably that's that's the only way they can judge it. But if you go, I mean, I'm not here to um, to shit on the German referees here. Next time they will get me on the platform, probably I'll get reds. Um, if you get German <laughs> referees that don't like standing up, they love sitting on the seat like um, Queens, do you know what I mean? You're not going to get that. You know what I mean? They're not going to have the view of what we're talking about here. Uh, what, what I was told... Um they want to also make sure this is handled properly and, and there's going to be 
I think they're going to have some teaching, et cetera, in terms of this new rule and how it should be judged mm-hmm. and their expectation of judging, you know? Um, so that's why this, this is what I'm saying. Like in theory, what they're trying to achieve, I get it. And mm-hmm. in terms of like now that here, so, so to double back as well, this is also now, this is on Eurosport, but the, they want it on more major markets, not just Eurosport's fucking massive. And in terms of what people don't get, is if a mi- 8 million people see this on your sport or whatever the shit it is, if just a fraction of those people see it and they're like, oh shit, I can't, what is this? I kind of like this. And they see like yourself or Mo coming out to like the deadlifts. And you know, fucking when Mo was in South Africa doing his thing, coming out, I was fucking amped up. Like, holy Bro, shit. Bro, it was electric. Man. It's electric. Listen to me. If you were like, on the, if you're a gym bro, gym girl, and you see this, or you see the Agatha shit go Jess battle, and Jess is about to come down, and the announcer's losing his shit, being me, and the commentator's starting <laughs> to announce, and I'm like, and I'm building it, and you're like, I'm in. I, I, I was, I, I knew about powerlifting, but now I see it. I fucking, now I'm gonna go online after this. That happens all the time, dog. I fucking watch TV shows and I get into the actors and I'm like, I'm going to fucking Google the cast and just find out. Like, this happens all the time, bro. Hell this yeah, is how you bro. recruit and you need a net. You cast a net 8 million people deep and that's how you're going to grab. You need a fraction of, and then you snag one of those people is the next Russ, not only physically, but in terms of what he brings social media wise, et cetera, like in, in France, um, some of the people that Penn is working with now are have like 2 million people on TikTok and, and all the fucking rest of it. And they're like, I'm dedicating my life now to powerlifting. And they're all in on the French side working. That's yeah. happening. It's happening Bro, right now. That's again, Penn has said that like, it's, it's, it's a much more, you know, better traction for the sport. If you just get like, you know, someone who's an average gym goer has like X, hella amount of followers on like TikTok, whatever social media, it'll, it'll give so much attention to the sport. And I see where you're going with this. Like, when it's a new sport, in, in Britain, like eight million people, people watching it. We have got people in Britain here. Like, uh, again, of course, I'm not gonna name people here because they have got such a a big social media presence with the community, community, and all of that stuff. As much as like some people, don't get me wrong. Some people look at them thinking, "Oh my God, what the hell do you think they are?" But to me, I say, look, I don't care whether he or she is a good lifter, as long as she's bringing that. PR, you know, that those advert and she's promoting powerlifting. I don't give a fuck how, how much she lifts. Drumming is just getting the sport to the houses where we never thought our sport will get to. Drumming, that's yeah. what we need. Yeah, but that, that that's the thing. That's that's what that's what uh, I think where Ryan was trying to get at, you know, like on that on that end, you know, when they see someone like Mo, when they see someone like Agatha, that's like shit, I want a piece of that too, right? And then the bench comes in and then well, this, you, this, yeah, these are the concession. Here's another thing. Okay. So you can think if Gaston and the IPF are moving these directions and they understand, they respect the social media influencers and they understand what that's all about. Um, they're full fucking aware that I do King of the list. Right. So mm. it's not like they're totally tone deaf to social media and shit and there's discussion. So when, when they're looking at Eurosport and they're like 8 million people and we want, you know, do, do you want ESPN or whatever the fucking US, North America? Do you want yeah. South America? Do you want to get to Asian markets? You know, when millions of people are going to watch, just generalize. It's not people like, I think you're making this rule just because Instagram trolls. Nah, man, this is, this is bigger than that. This is like literally if you're casting that One, net. Yeah. 
You One need percent. Like, it, 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 when you're casting a net, someone's watching. You don't want them to walk away being like, I can't do that. I'm not into that. I won't do it. When I first started powerlifting, IPF didn't have a classic. It was all equipped. Mm. I wasn't with the IPF. I was with other federation because I was legit like, I'm not into it. I'm not going to do it. I'll go elsewhere. Yes, that happens. Yes, people think that. When you see something, you make decisions. Nah, I'm not into that. And that's how easy. Or you watch it and you're like, I could do this. So these are the cons- these are the considerations that someone like Gaston has to have. And people think like, Yo, you're just doing this for Instagram trolls? Mm. Fuck me. It's bigger than that. He's, 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 we, you know, we're on Eurosport. Do these people not think we get emails from Eurosport asking questions? I can tell you right now, when I'm on Eurosport, which is fucking the wildest, because in South Africa, I will not <laughs> sleep, show up, and they're like, okay, well, eight million on Eurosport. How you feeling? I'm like, let's fucking rock and roll. Kid. <laughs> but, um, show this, baby. But, um, so it's the wildest to go on Eurosport like that. But, we're getting emails and we're getting feedback on the fly saying, Ryan, explain this, Ryan, stop saying that, you know, if people aren't following what you're saying, because there's 8 million people on your sport watching, I guarantee you Gaston's getting emails about questions like, why is this happening? Why is that not explain this? Can we do for sure in people don't understand the type of shit that Gaston probably has to deal with in like, in a please in from like 120 or 130 plus nations all over the whole night. It's a very difficult job. It's yeah. not easy. He, he did say that as well in our last podcast with him. Like, that he does go through a lot. He works 18 hours a day as well. And it's all like freelance. So to be fair, I don't think a lot of people actually understand how much work he puts in on a day-to-day basis. So to be fair to him, he does put a lot of work in. I can't believe oh, he's yeah. on your guys' podcast the next day. You can't believe we got him before you, bro. That's <laughs> right. That's right. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, that's, hey, that's, what, writing, that's what even made it crazy. About, oh, yeah, go, go, go. About the, about the bench, though, right? So, obviously, now they've changed the bench. Do you think it's just a matter of time that they're going to do any changes to the sumo deadlift or extreme no. low bar no, squat? No, man. Nah, See, so here's... here's you guys yeah, yeah, go, 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 go. What are your views on that, man? The biggest moment in IPF also, sorry, world. Sorry to cut you off. Guys, have you guys had another drink, by the way? Because I feel like it's just me drinking it. Like, no, no. I'm I, just, I, I, my bottle is almost finished. I'm just one uh, shot, guys. Ryan's just having his water. But, uh, We're good. I got gin in there, Playboy. <laughs> I got gin in there, Playboy. That's how it was done. Um, all right. So the biggest moment in the IPF world is 2022. And this is not just me, but unanimously, when I had people on the podcast, was Anna's missed 385 kilo pull. Mm. The crowd was on their fucking feet. Jerns, you were there, you, you know. Crowd was on their feet. Everybody rushed and could not believe what they were witnessing. And all over social media, people were like, holy shit. That was a moment, gentlemen. I was losing my mind. Now, there has never been a one-inch bench press where the crowd is on their fucking feet. Everybody's <laughs> coming from the back room, warm-up room, and all over our life, you're like, this is amazing. <laughs> Never happened in a million years. So to your question, when people get worried about sumo, it's not going to happen because of that. As long as sumo, and I'm, I'm people are coming on the podcast, being like, that was the craziest, that's the biggest moment um, of IPF Worlds 2022. It's safe, dog. Me telling you that means it's safe. As long as sumo pole can achieve that, it's safe. And Eurosport and anyone who's given notes is like, they'd be like, do you want to take that moment away? 
Do you want it so that never happens ever again? They'd be like, fuck no. Let that kid, God, let that kid pull, you know? Or if it's a fucking sumo pull with, or sorry, a bench press with like no motion, that's will never happen. Like it's, it's not the same. That's what I would tell you, man. It's not. Ryan is going. Happy to hear it, man. He went all I'm happy to hear that. So Espin, that's what you're using for your. I'm sleep. good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. You say so. You said Ryan. Another. Uh, I mean, again, me here. I'm just asking the tough questions here. Right? I'm not talking about. I don't want um, the federation's opinion. I want your personal opinion. Right? Yeah. So. We have Sheffield coming. Yeah. Right? They raise wild card in Sheffield. In the men's size, I'm sure there's five, right? There's five. five no, there's an all because there is, um, yeah, there's four left. Yeah. Four yeah. space left in the men. Well, who is the chosen? Is, there's is five, there's five, left? there's five wild cards. Oh, there's five. I was thinking about team, yeah. but team hasn't competed yet. So if he does, the Commonwealth probably. So yeah. there's five in the men. We'll talk about the women later. There's five in the men, Ryan. What are your picks? Don't, don't talk about what you did for King of the Lift. Forget about what you did for King of the Lift. Right? You went to Junior World. You yeah. witnessed South Africa. And you've yeah. seen some of the best lifters in the world put lifting after you did your pull into King of the Lift. What are your five and why? Junior Worlds, I don't think, swayed my mind in terms of um, the men's. Whoa. I don't think what? so. I didn't. Did you guys have something in Junior Worlds? Is that big? Hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa! The question's on you, bro. Right now, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, all right. You, you answered answer that first, and yeah, then uh, ask us a question about uh, juniors. We'll be happy to now, more than happy to give you our opinion. So I'm thinking you have to have Jesus Oliveras. Have to. Yeah. yeah you yeah. can't have the super heavyweight champ not there. For me, th- that's number one. Um, so that's one. We got four more. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would like, I would love, I would have liked the scene in Atoli, but that's not going to happen. And let me explain why he doesn't make my list. He list, he can't get out of Ukraine. And if mm-hmm. he can't get out for UK Arnold, that was his last shot in, in my estimation, you can't bank on giving it to him. And hopefully by March things clear up, but they might not. And this is important. So unfortunately, but there is other years. So if, if he's Hold not on, on my there, list, there is the euros in Poland. He can literally walk too late. to Poland. I think it's too late though. I think that's too late uh, in terms of hype and all the rest of it and organizing th- this is why they're, he's not on my list. Anyways, uh, there's a couple of people that I'm sure people are going to get pushed back. So before they even fucking gave me pushback, that's why he's not on my list. I would love <laughs> for him to be there. Um, I'm thinking, you know, depending on if, so I want to see Arnold UK, but if Penna hits the world record Arnold UK, Penna, mm-hmm. that's, his, that's his ticket in my book. So yep. let's do that. Um, if Penna doesn't, I don't know, fucking because, you know, but Penna, okay. Uh, Jonathan Keiko, right? Got to be Jonathan Keiko. So we're at two more. Yeah. Um, hmm. So what do we got now? I mean, you got the 105s and 120s too. Yeah, bro. For 
Do you want me to give you some names, shoot some names just to help no, you out a little bit? He's king of the list, mate. You don't need that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Who, who am I talking to? Yeah, I come forgot. On, yeah, mate. go on, bro. <laughs> he, has a, he has a bank of information in that. But, but right, but right, remember this year. I tried to give you a lifeline during Stop To. So whenever we meet in person and a situation comes about where you have to pick one or the other. <laughs> go pick on. one of the, oh, got <laughs> you. All right, fam. Oh. You're building bridges. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Michael Davis probably has to be on there as well. Um, I, I would like to see that. Now it's going to get tough mm. because here's where some big concessions are coming now. Yeah. Some big considerations. Who is Jesus? Jesus Oliveras on his own. Um, Jesus Oliveras on his own probably could put on a show. If mm. any of these guys could put on a show on their own, he stole the show in PA Nats mm-hmm. on his own. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. That's true, right? However, what about Ray Williams? Ooh, see, uh, you know, no, no, what? no, no, no. We said five names. He's given us five names. Okay, but I'm, I'm gonna Ray, make it. Ray, yeah. Jesus, right? Yeah. Michael Davis, yeah. Pana, and the last one. Do you guys remember who? Uh, oh no, it wasn't Anatoly. Oh, 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 Keiko, Keiko, Keiko. Keiko, right? yeah. yeah. So but, he gave, so he gave us Keiko that came third at world. Yeah. Marco Davis that came second. Yeah. Right. Ray that did not compete. Right. But you know what you're gonna get. You know right? what you're gonna get with Ray. You know what you're gonna get. Panada with Ray, that came fourth or fifth. But there's yeah. right? there's a lot. You're you're cherry picking these guys' resumes, huh? <laughs> a little bit, huh? Is that the resume? Hey. You know what, Ryan? Every single name you put on that list, if you ask me, even if like you get me out of bed at five o'clock in the morning, you ask me who do you want for um Sheffield, I will give you the exact same names. The exact same name you gave you gave here. But exactly. yo, let, let me um let me uh let me let me dive into this real quick. All right, yeah, cool. Dive in, brother. The water's uh, warm, man. Yeah, water it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> little, little jacuzzi in that, but um, it's a jacuzzi. Bring it. So, drink. so name, names, names, um, names that you may have missed out on, and I think is spicy, right? So, instead of Kaiko, Krastev. So okay, so let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah, he took a silver, um, and I mean, he, he's a phenomenal lifter. But you would take off Jonathan for him. And here is where you got to look at the entire body of work. Jonathan was the defending world champion who pulled for gold, not for Mm. silver. And this is where, like, it's more than just first and second. You know, Anna was pulling for gold. It's more than just that. When you watch this, if you want to cherry pick, you could be like, this is how it ended up. But if you were there and watch it, which I know you guys were watching and you know, A, he was the defending world champion in the consensus number 193 for like the past two years mm-hmm. and had previously beaten Chance the same year. Mm-hmm. The same year had already beaten Chance. So in terms of actual bigger picture, more to the story, it's different than that. If he was just a dude walking in there, he didn't already beat Chance just two months earlier. He wasn't the defending world champion. Wasn't the consensus 93 for the past however many years. He wasn't pulling for gold. He was just a dude walking in there who came off bronze. Mm-hmm. That would be the story you gave me. That yeah. sounds like the story you just gave me. But in reality, <laughs> in reality, everything I just said, doggy, 
he deserves another. He he deserves. He, my man went out on his shield. I get you. No, 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 I'm going to just slap it in there. Yeah? The reason why I, I figured maybe, I'm not saying definitely, but maybe, right? Because again, you said we all watched it. I don't think Krastev went all out, bro. Like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know maybe my say, eyes deceive you know, me. Joey, just to build on that, do you know what I say to Chance um, that Chance got a little bit annoyed at me in South Africa? I say to Chance, you are the world champion. Enjoy it. But you were not the strongest 93 in South Africa. Yo, he like, he, oh. he looks, hey, what did he, he say to you? He, he took it personal. He was like, bruv, what the fuck? I was like, bruv, we all watched it. Krastaf did not go all out. My men were nine for nine for like somebody lifted with like IPA. Well, here's the thing. It's difficult. I understand what you're saying. They were smooth lists. But for some people, the drop off is more sudden than for others. Like a penna, it's hard to gauge. He, he oh, literally grinds no, in the yeah. warm-up room. That, and then for some people, yeah. right. And then for some people, drop off is quicker. So in terms of adding kilos onto people's totals, it can be a stitch I mean, it's all subjective. We're giving our opinions and fuck it. This is sports talk, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, let's but, go. But yeah, let's go. But it, it's it's tough. It, obviously, that's opinion that can't, there is no actual fact to it to be like, he has 15 kilo more or whatever. He went nine for nine because he stayed in the pocket. But if he grinded even a third squat, the propensity, like what that, how that's going to impact your third bench and third deadlift, you don't know. So let's say he did go up five kilo on that squat. Who the fuck knows how that impacted his dead? But they know, so they decided we're going at this pace. We'll end up nine for nine, and we'll bump off some other contenders and end up at the very, at the very least, silver and possibly gold. So they played it the way they did. So I'm not sure. You know, that's a bold yeah. statement. The yeah, okay. aside, no, no. we don't know. We don't know. But it, look, you're trying to again, what we said, what we said is assumptions, isn't it? You know, we're making right, assumptions right, yeah. in what we've seen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The thing is, that in yeah. South Africa, as a British team, we were watching the '93. When Kaiko go too red, too white light on his last bench press, I kid you not, what? You can ask every single British lifter on that room. I said to them, Kaiko is going to lose today. Everyone was like, it's only bench press, it's third bench. Why are you saying that? I was like, Kaiko has never ever got a red. <laughs> this is his first ever red on any single lift. This is gonna be tight. He's is other gonna pull even, for, for a win. Even that, yeah. Or, endurance just all out jinxed him. Just jinxed him. <laughs> no, I, was, literally, I was said like, it yeah, because the coming. thing is, like, again, right, uh, Ryan, you've been in the business for, for the sport for a very long time. We had a Russian guy that always been a Mister Perfect, right? All right. Yeah, so like tell it. me, tell us here, when did he get beat? Is it when he got a red light? Yeah, he two thousand eight, Mister Perfect, never got a fucking red light at the world championships back to back nine for nine all whites and then finally it happened in mr perfect it was against charles apoco 2018 and it was like holy shit it happened and as soon as it happened yeah he ended up losing his title and it's like it's tough well Keiko was mr perfect i started calling him mr perfect and then afterwards he told me Dog, you put a lot of pressure on me when you start talking <laughs> like that, man. Because nobody's perfect. And I tell him, I'm like, I, I know, I understand. Like when I'm doing the broadcast, I'm always trying to build stories, right? Like, why do I give a fuck? Otherwise we're watching people exercise. 
I build stories. So when you're watching and it's Eurosport and you don't know who the fuck any of these people are, and I start saying, that's Mr. Perfect. He has not missed a lift in three years defending his world title. Watch. And then I'm building it. So if he continues a streak, I'm like, oh my God, we're in the midst of a streak. Like, you know, those guys from other sports where they have all these different batting streaks or whatever the shit. Or, or if he misses, it's the same. Oh my God, Mr. Perfect has the just missed the lift. Is is, right. Now what happens? And he can yes. still win. And the story is like, oh my God, he, he faced adversity, still won. Or if he loses, it becomes a massive upset. What amazing in this sport. I'm building. There's another thing you do. Build storylines when you're telling a story. It can't fucking be. And this guy's up 15 kilo PR. And this guy's he's, up five kilo. No, no, no. Just this- Everything's building. Sorry, go ahead. Bro, it's just, I, it's just, it's yeah. just the same the same thing when you build the story about me. I can I can never get my last deadlift, so I was never gonna win the euro. And ever since you said that, we that's all we talk about with Jordan. In now. Britain, every time he says this, that's all you know, we know Jordan. You know, funny now. enough, like, at the Euros on my last deadlifts, right? And they the team coach come to me saying Remember what King of the Lift said. Oh shit! No, he didn't. Can't get your last deadlift. <laughs> prove him wrong. And I was, I turned back. I said, "Yeah, but even if I prove him wrong, the other three guys <laughs> are pulling the world record." <laughs> They're like, "I'm kind of fucked, anyways. I got to borrow." I said, I'm fucked anyway. Even if I pull my two twenty or well, my two hundred and twenty kilos, my three hundred and twenty yeah. kilos, but these guys are going for three forty, like three forty-five. There's the monsters, no way man. I can cover that. You know, it was like, "You better just king prove king the lifts wrong." Yeah. When I missed it, I came back. I was like, "Oh man!" Yeah, man, you're man. like, "Fuck <laughs> me, I missed this." You had to say that. You got in my head right before I pulled. Exactly. Yeah, uh, um, what do you guys? Yeah. Go on. What do you guys think about those pixel? Let's let what what who else would you swap? Yo, with? oh yeah, yo, I was gonna I was gonna take in I was gonna take in your pick on the the ray, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. that's controversial okay. too. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Because we just had him on, it's almost as controversial, right? What about Rondell? So the reason why I didn't throw him in the mix, mm-hmm. um, obviously, I I don't know his current status, et cetera, in terms oh, we, of... His- no, okay, sorry. Okay, let me just give give you what he gave us. So the, you know, the situation that he had before having to go right. to USAPL has now been resolved. So there is that chance of him competing again in an IPF, uh, was it, federation this November, right, Jurens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Jurens is like, my man, don't kill our fucking podcast. <laughs> to be fair to be fair the rondels comes out first right and then yeah. okay okay, okay, right. okay so yeah. we're good we're good, okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah. everyone's yeah. Sure, everyone should already know yeah everyone okay. should all right no i think Jurus, i think Jurus is just waved from the whiskey so don't worry about him all right i'm not gonna lie i'm a little bit touched here as well we're all feeling it um would i throw hunt in there yes i would I probably yes. would consider Hunt in there. Um, Bro, if now, you heard the smoke, I'll, say, I'll like say this to you, right? right? I mean, because Rondell one's going to come before yours. Rondell personally specifically said, if I get to Sheffield, even Taylor Howard were never going to come close. Holy no fuck. cap, bro. That's what he said, word no for cap. word. He said, I'm not going for the 120 world, ch- world record. That is pity. That's like my second attempt. Right? And he said, 
I'm going for a thousand and fifty kilos total at one twenty. Wow, fuck, huh? man. All right, now say less. That's <laughs> kilos, right? No pounds. No, 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 that's kilos. No pounds. Kilos, kilos, bro. But listen, <laughs> who do you take out to put in Rondell? I just said Ray. I just said Ray because obviously that that is a controversial pick of yours. Rondell would be almost as controversial, right? Because well, you have to remember, SPD is a business. They want to put in exciting fucking lifters. Yeah. So if Rondell in November, right, in the IPF, whatever, in Trinidad and Tobago, and he totals like something stupid, like a thousand plus, SPD would be nuts not to take him on. To but, me, I'm different. From a business, what Joe from said. a business pers- uh, like from a business perspective, though, don't you think it'll be smart for SPD to bring back Ray because of everything that? Bro, the- Rondell said that he's he's coming to like remove Taylor Atwood from the mountain that he's on. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Of, of course, of course. But it's it's like like a Razor brand. You have to forget. Yeah. Don't, don't forget that Razor brand. Is Rondell's itself. an upset, bruv. To me, to me, I, um, um, I know Ryan is looking at us thinking, oh my God, I'm going to let these three fight for each other, fight here. <laughs> Do you <laughs> know what I mean? I'm just going to step back. To me, I think, look, I love Marco Davis. He's a brilliant lifter. But a world, he did not bring the game. He did not bring it. And a lot of Americans in the world, they didn't. It included like Delaney. Delaney won, but he didn't bring it. Right? So we still believe Tim was the strongest lifter, but he was just unlucky on the day. Right? Um, if you bring Rondell, I'll replace Marco Davis to Rondell. I will bring Ray. The reason I'll bring Ray is you cannot have Oliveris without Ray. This is the battle the entire generation has been waiting for. Is is not is I'm sorry, right? Literally, don't get me wrong. The Agatha Jessica battle in South Africa was amazing. If you include Carlina next year, it's gonna blow. But right, we're gonna no get to that in will, a bit. We'll get into that in a bit. No one will ever match the battle of Ray and Jesus. If you bring that on the platform, the eight million people we had on the Eurosport, we're probably gonna double that. Or Bro, but we're, we're talking, we're talking prime Ray. We're talking prime Ray. I'm talking and prime, prime Jesus. Right. Oh, hang on, so hang Ray. on, so let me crunch some numbers for you fellas right now. Go on. Um, let me pull up their two most recent performances. Go, bro. Let's do it right now. And I think you guys might change your mind. (laughs) Not you guys. I think, uh, let's pull up Ray Williams. So his most recent performance in 2021, Mm. December of 2021. So it wasn't like, not even a year ago, 2021. He did 1022.5. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put a pin in that, Playboy. You want you you know what I want you to do for me? I want you to put a pin in that. Pin in. <laughs> All right. And then the most recent performance, he's a Solivares. 10, 2020, or 1022.5. They're the exact same. Exact same. Yes. And that is the IPA. That so that was the IPF World Championships. All I'm saying is, and I know where you're going, Joey. I got you. Raising eyes prime. <laughs> but what I would say is if you ask me, could I sell? Jesus Oliveras, 1022.5. Rhea Williams, 1022.5. Those are those two most recent performances. Could I sell that and say this is the biggest clash of all time? And to beat 100%. the man, you have to beat the man. And this is the Titans, clash of the Titans. Could I sell that? My friend, 
bitch your bottom dolly. Your <laughs> the fuck out of that. Okay. And, okay. Um, okay. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. And that would um, up stadiums. You can sell a stadium for that. It, it would, if someone it, it, did a promo and had Ryan's voice in the background, that would fucking sell. Love, easy. love. SPD has me doing their promos as the voice in the background. Their last like three, four videos was there me in the sound booth. It was me in the sound booth ripping off uh, sound bites. So if when the video comes out, it's gonna be your boy. And Jeez. yeah, dog. Jeez. Of course, doggy. We're leveling up. There we go. We're leveling up. This is what Sheffield's all about. So let's see what happens. But if they take Ray and it's Jesus, 1022.5 versus 1022.5, there can only be one. There can there's only, only be one, one. There's only one Apex Predator in the IPF. Not two. Okay. There can't be two okay. alpha males. Okay. Just, just, one, just one point, though. The stat man in me, all right? The stat man in okay. me, Uh-oh. right? That's exciting. So 1022 was done on home soil by Ray, right? Yes, sir. So and then 1022 was done in South Africa by Jesus. So by those stats alone, I know who'd be the heavy favorite. Would be. Ray, uh, that's not stats, my brother. Nah, you, 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 you said stats. Yo, that's external no. factors. That's you just you, yeah. you're using you put, you put external you put external factors the in stats, stats, bro. The stats you, are the exact how, same. How, the numbers how, are the same. They're traveling to the UK. If, if your bookie, yeah. if your bookie said XYZ is, is like injured or did this X, XYZ time, you know what the, who, the, who the odds would be on, right? That's how odds work, bro. Yeah, <laughs> but, the, but you use the term stats inappropriately. That's fine. But what I'm going to say is you're right in terms of... Um, that's fine. We're going to move on. You're right in terms of... Ray, one hundred percent. Ray did I it domestically. This on my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, love no, it. hey, that's good. If I ever get onto bro. yours, right? But same energy, bro. Get ready for that same energy. The uh, honestly, Jesus was under IPF Worlds, like international competition, international refing, um, traveled internationally. We are trying to squeeze this together, like in terms of him versus Ray. Ray's not in his prime. Ray did this domestically. We all understand this. I purposely pulled this up because I knew they're both 1022.5. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to articulate is if it's gonna happen, I think Jaren's feeling the same. It better happen now because this is this window's about the clause. Mm. Like, like all the other windows that we mentioned um could stay open. Like Michael Davis ain't going nowhere. And like in terms of um been waiting for this for years. Like th- this is this is something that the world, the powerlifting world, has been waiting for for years, and the window's about to fucking close, and they will never again will we probably be able to say they both had the exact same total in their last performance. That window's about to close. As a matter of fact, if SPD's going to pull the trigger on this, they I they should and they won't. But you would hope, hey Ray, don't compete. Just fucking leave it at ten twenty two point five because if you compete again in it and that drops. We can't sell. Not as much anyways. Hey, Jesus, just fucking leave it at 1022.5 because we know you could do more. But if we leave it there, that fucking sells. Now they're not going to reach out or whatever. But if they're powerlifting gods, you leave it there because like, you're right, dog. Those variables are real. You know, like, Ryan, but- at the same time, when you said they're going to reach out, I said this to the boys. I said this to everyone that come to the podcast when we ask the question about um, Sheffield. Are we, we, let's not forget SPD is not IPF. Mm. SPD is a business, right? 
They have a mm-hmm. business model. They have a marketing team. Even if they have to reach out to them, because remember, um, Jesus and Ray, they're both SPD athletes. They're both contracted by them. It means they can get out those phone calls saying, guys, we don't want you on the platform anymore. We want you at Sheffield. Do you know what I mean? It can happen. It's possible. And when anyone comes here, anyone who listen to this will think, oh, yeah, but that's no fair. Who gives a shit? They are their business. They do whatever they want. You know what I mean? As long who as they have- Who says it's not they, fair? Who says you know it? Because people will be like, oh, yeah, but they can't be saying though. You know, Arthur should be competing to see where they are. Who cares? Do you know what I mean? I, know, I don't even understand. The people, you know, even yeah, people coming I'm, up on the on, on some of the podcasts saying, oh, yeah, but yeah, but Ray hasn't competed for this. He hasn't competed for IPA for this. Who gives a fuck? If I want to bring my grandma to Sheffield, if I was Ben Banks, I would bring my grandma to Sheffield to compete against Jess. I don't give a shit. So, the <laughs> question here is, the question here as well is Oliveira against Ray Williams, right? Guys, I'm going to ask all three of you. Who have you got your money on? If you were to put money on right now, Joey. Jesus. Durance. Oh, God. Don't you pick, bro. <laughs> you said Jesus and I said God. Oh. Ah, well played. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Smart. Okay. Ryan. 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 Um, Saving no, the best I, for last. I think, oh, thank you, mommy. It's, I think Jesus, but, uh, but listen, um, uh, here we don't do that. We just like the answers. Yeah. Yeah, you, but, yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Ter- Move. <laughs> no, but in terms of, um, here's another factor we haven't talked about. Like, no, it's Jesus. It's definitely, I, I think it's definitely Jesus, but I think you need to, that's why the, it's important. This has been hype for so fucking long and you are never going to have this again. The, as soon yeah. as one of them competes, everything I just told you on how I could sell it is gone. Mm-hmm. As soon as Jesus competes again and puts up his at normal total, this is gone. This window is gone right now. You will never again have them both at the resting at the exact same total. And like, let's decide this. And, and, and as a, in terms of promotion, this window has got to happen, but Here's the other caveat of when you bring in, when you decide the wild card to Ray, Ray's been having an issue getting to the platform lately. And if you give this wild card to Ray, if he can't make it, even if you swap in a sub at the last minute, you have to, and this is for anybody. Mm-hmm. This is why I said, I'm not putting Anatoly on my list. Yeah. Um, because I think he, if, if Anatoly right now, if you told me Anatoly can get out of Ukraine, it's going to happen. He's going to be at Arnold UK, whatever shit that's confirmed. Anatoly's on my list, but because you can't, even if it was like, well, what if by the time then he could get in all the promotion, all the videos, they're going to send crews to follow these people, all the money they're going to dump into the videos promotion. Yeah. Bro, all of not- the, all, you can't, you can't, you can't. And that's why with Ray, it's, if he don't fucking make it and they drop yeah. all this, and then not only that, not only the money wise, not only will they dump a lot of money promotion that'll be out the window, but the time they'll spend, they could have been hyping someone else mm. for three months, however long, when they finally announce it. Um, that three-month gap, they could have been hyping someone else. And now the hype was all behind Ray for three months of content. Now he's out. So when you swap someone else in, all the people feel is a loss. And you didn't fucking, you missed that. That's, these are conversations that like literally this is a podcast we're just talking about who we'd like to see perfect mm-hmm. world race shows up but this is shit that spd's got to talk about like yeah definitely like, so, definitely something to consider like i i can't i can't oh. help i can't help but like compare it to what's happening in the ufc right now 
I don't know if you if you follow. Yes, one hundred percent. Well, what yeah. what? Yes. Obviously, this is about powerlifting, but yeah, bro, the way everything had to be switched up last minute after hella long promotions, it's fucked. Like bookies, I'm, I'm still watching though. Is everyone still watching? Oh yeah, it's but because be the same guys are still there. But the problem yeah. is, yeah. yeah, we'll all still watch Sheffield as well. To your point, but, yeah, of um, course, yeah, yeah. But it is like, but we're the powerlifting nerds. We're we're gonna watch no matter what. But um, <laughs> but yeah, these are these are considerations that like we don't have to do, but behind the scenes they do. And, and so when it comes to fair, like uh, you guys are saying, like some people come on and they're talking about fair. It's not fair. It's like listen to me. When they said in terms of fair win your fucking world championship within 95% of the world record. That's meritocracy. Enough, enough said mm -hmm. total meritocracy there. I don't give a shit who you're sponsored by where you're from. You're in. If they, yeah. they do a couple things set up, but in terms of wild cards, we're dropping a million dollars in a day, a million dollars in a day. We need some ROI. We mm -hmm. need some ROI. Excuse me very much. Yeah. So yeah. for our ROI, when we have wild cards, All right, that's 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 uh that's for the listeners. Know, that's return of investment. Just just. No, there you go, my back. Thank you, thank you. That's why they call it wild card. It has to be wild, isn't it? If you don't make it wild, it's then a wild card anymore. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. that's exactly what I'm saying, <laughs> bro. Rondell, wild. That's one day Rondell said it's like you gotta I make can't, it I can't right. think of I can't you know think of anyone wilder, you know. Personally. But anyway, um moving on from I think man, the last man. time the last time we've Go had on. this much drama though, with like two people going at it. I think the last time we've had any drama was with the 74s with Atwood, um Ricky Cho, and the other two. I forgot the names. What were the names? Dog, you be careful when you bring up Ricky Cho to Atwood, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly to this day i would say that's probably your best ever podcast best ever episode. it was wild like oh that I was think, absolutely I, I, crazy I, I it'll never happen again yeah, that's that's what me. and and like and that's what we have to take into consideration as well is exactly what you said these things we don't know when it's going to be the last time that we're going to see it these things don't happen every single day Right. When it does happen, we have to literally just enjoy it, experience it, enjoy the moment. Yeah, it, because we don't know like when it's going to be a last time. Because that 74 battle was probably one of the best things anyone's ever seen. I don't care okay, what anyone well, has can. to say. Uh, it was in, crazy. UFC, in UFC and boxing, so many matches could have happened. And then they're like negotiating, negotiating. And they never get the deal done. Somebody loses their title. And then fuck me. Well, that match doesn't matter anymore. Mm. So we're seeing, finally, we're seeing the same thing in powerlifting where we're actually having matchups. So to me and Jerns, we're both of the, of the mindset where if you could book this now, you better do it now before it, that door's yeah. going to close. Because uh, Ray is a family man as well. Don't get me wrong. Look, I know, I know um, Oliveros has got a lot of responsibility as well. By the way, we, we're getting him on the pod. Uh, next, by the way. So all these questions, we're going to throw it to him. He has got, of course, he has got family, he has got missus and all of that. But raise a married man. He has a kid. Do you know what I mean? And then having a kid myself, a young kid, I know how much it takes out of you. So all of these things that we're talking about, 100% Ray, I really believe, personally, I really believe we will never, ever going to see 100% Ray in, again. No, we're never going to see that again. We will see a good Ray William that will come in and probably a hundred percent Ray right now. Personally, I expect a hundred percent Ray to score like over 500 kilos. Mm. That's what I'm expecting. But are we ever going to see a Ray that's scoring 500 kilos? Probably not. Do you know what I mean? Because of uh, other factors in life, right? This is the things like if we miss this opportunity, 
it probably isn't going to happen again. It's same thing with Rice and um, Taylor. How many years have we been waiting for Taylor to go to 83 and battle Rice? It's gone. Now Rice is doing bodybuilding, dropping to 75. Even if Rice get back to 83, do you think Rice is going to have the strength? You know, I know he's a freak, like he's a different freak. He's a different human being. But are we going to see 850 or 865 Russ that we saw last time when he goes back? Probably it's not going to happen. So we just have to enjoy it. On that note, I will move us to the ladies. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fuck, we went there off, is, eh? There is, I know. I, I, I enjoyed it, boy, personally. I did too. Yeah, 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 that was a good conversation. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy thing. this, fellas. Ryan, that's the thing. When you go powerlifting nerds on the pod, we can go for five hours. <laughs> it's rubbing. It is what it is. Yeah, um, bro. The ladies, one place has already been taken. Who was it? Right, for, yeah, for that lady from Asia. What's her name? I think it's, she's um, from, is it New Zealand or Australia? Can't remember her name. She's she's coached by Erin, uh, your um, boy Erin. Yeah, so how many spots we got? Four? Yeah, we got four left, I think. Yeah, because one right. was filled. Yeah, one we was filled back. Is it Evie? I think Evie or Evie. Evie Corrigan. Yeah. So so um, we got four spots. Let, let's, right off the top, we I think we're probably all know that Agatha's got to be one of those, right? Yeah. I mean, if, 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 she, if she doesn't get that spot, I will literally be, retire. I will literally retire from powerlifting for six months. But no, no, can we, can we just, no, no, let's just, let's just, let's just let Ryan finish and then we'll yeah. come yeah. up yeah, with yeah. her. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. And if I go out, if I go crazy with the pick, you guys say what you want. But yeah, so Agatha, <laughs> nobody's, nobody's going to push back Agatha. I couldn't, I couldn't fucking imagine a world where people watched that showdown and didn't think encore. Who the fuck watches what happened between Agatha and Jess? It doesn't say this won't sell. That's the easiest sell. That's the easiest sell. Um, On the ladies' side, definitely, yeah. So, so there it is, uh, Agatha. Now let's take a look at uh, some of the other showdowns that I saw. For, oh, for me, I want to see the rematch between Jack Jackup and um, and Joy. I. I Half a kilo separated him. Jad Jackup, I know she got injured at juniors. Yeah. And that's too bad. But I mean, that happens. But like, whatever. She's young. She'll bounce mm -hmm. back. And there's mm -hmm. plenty of time by March. Before my money, in terms of showdown, I did not see her coming in the preview show. A couple of the fellas said Jad Jackup could pull this off. And I was, I slept on that a little bit. And I'll, I'll admit, I didn't see that kind of progress. I was fucking rattled. I knew she was good. I didn't know she was quite that good. Mm. And she's a junior still. Jad Jacob, Joy Namani, could I sell that rematch knowing that Joy won by half a kilo? And I know Joy can go more and she's going to be domestic. So the international travel, everything, like it's going to be easier. I got you. But could I envision Jad Jacob has like however much time and blah, blah, blah. I think I could sell that. I think this, that would be an intriguing showdown. Okay. There's another one. How, how are you guys? One, one more, one more, one more, one more. One more. No, there's two more. Two, no, right? no, he, he said yeah. four names. No, he said he said four. He said, he said Jaja Cobb Agatha. and um, Agatha. Agatha. That's right. And then he said, and and just I, thought two you, more. I thought you put Joy in there as well. No, 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 Joy's, no, no Joy's, Joy's already there. in. Joy's, Joy's in. in. Oh, okay. He only said two, Ryan. There's two I'm more. saying why. Yeah, I'm saying why I'm picking my picks as I go. Yeah. You know. Oh, you, oh, sorry. You said Jad as well. So Joy, uh, no. Jad. No, Joy's already in because she won. No, no, no. But yeah. you said Jad Jacob. Yes. So, so you said Agatha and Joy, or sorry, Agatha and Jad Jacob are the only two I got. So that's the two. Yeah, there's two more left. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Go on. Two left. Yeah. Okay. 
My man's trying to take some of my picks away from me. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick maps. <laughs> um, uh, Leah Bavlo. Oh, has yeah. To fucking be there. Leah oh. Bavlo has to fucking be there. Let me say something about this. Is there anybody, just like for me, where Agatha has to fucking be there? I don't know how the fuck you have this. She's easily one of the biggest stars in women's powerlifting. It's, it's her or Jess. If it's just fine, but she's number two in terms of the biggest stars and in terms of resumes, mm-hmm. um, you know, 63 kilo world champion, the reigning 63 kilo world record holder, the reigning 69 kilo world record holder. When we go to Sheffield and it's based off of world records, it's her name attached to two different weight classes. Yeah. How the fuck do you have a Sheffield based off of you win by breaking world records and her name is attached to two of the weight classes? And she's not there. Yo, you that, can't. Yeah. It looks silly. It would look silly. As a commentary, I'd be like, so anyways, here's Leah Babwa's world record she's trying to break. Um, and <laughs> for twice, for two different weight classes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you got to. Uh, so anyways. Yeah, so that's three. One more, bro. One more. That's one more. And then we get we get into the meets. Uh, what's the meets? Is there, You got uh, some exciting shit? Yeah, of course okay. I do, bro. Okay, bro. okay, okay. <laughs> so now, now, do you want to see a rematch between, um, and I'm, I'm going to give you it, but this, I'm going to walk through it as well, right? Do you want to see a rematch between Turbo Tiff and Heather? Turbo Tiff is fucking hitting numbers that for me, um, I would have need, I would need to see Heather getting closer mm. because Turbo Tiff is, yeah. is, is increased that spread too fucking too greatly. Yeah. Um, so I, I would need like Jack Jacob joy was super duper close. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm leaning towards that. So for myself, I'm going to, I'm going to keep going up. Uh, so let's talk about the fit. And, and for Amanda, for me, it the, it'll be between like Turbo Tiff and Amanda Lawrence is kind of a new rivalry. You mm-hmm. know, who's getting like Turbo Tiff took stop. Amanda Lawrence is going to do three best lifters at Worlds and take that record. Turbo Tiff stopped her. That's more of a rivalry right there. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Um, nobody I could bring to battle Amanda Lawrence in my mind's eye. 84 plus, I think we're good. I'm not going to use a wild card there. I think mm-hmm. that's good right there. Um, 76 is we already have Agatha versus Jess. You can bring Carlina, but she's not going to have international in time. I can't do it. Not yeah. yet. And believe you need shit for next year. Yeah. Don't yeah. throw it all in the first year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let exactly. her build. She's not built up yet. It mm-hmm. is what it is. So let's keep moving down. 69. Oh. So do you want your showdown? This is essentially what we're talking. Do you, Cause there isn't going to be a showdown at 63. If Leah goes 63. Mm-hmm. That's not a showdown. Yeah. But let's just be fucking honest. No, yeah, that's, 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 that's a, that's a, what's it called? Oh, a, a clean sweep. That's, that's I'm not that's, bringing in, I'm not bringing in a 63 to go head to head with Leah because there, there isn't someone who can go head to head with Leah. Mm-hmm. So we're really talking with everything. And, and, and it's important I fucking work through this through because again, people are going to listen and you need to fucking spoon feed people, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're talking 52 and we're talking 69 in real life. Yeah. That's the only two ways you're going now after yeah. everything I just said. Mm-hmm. So, are you bringing in Plin or Shizuka, who's come closer, mm-hmm. missed the mark at Worlds, but the only one who has actually pushed Noemi is a 52? Mm-hmm. Plin or Shizuka? Or are you going in the 69 kill class and you bring Mark Jenner, Martha Jenner to Ooh, battle oh, it out? I, I, to- I, know, I, know, I know who I'd pick personally. No. You can't bring anyone in 69 because there is already the USVI lady that won it. 
Yeah. Turned turned her babs one to sixty nine. So she's the world champion. She's coming yeah. to Sheffield. Right, but but what I'm saying is, are you bringing in someone to to battle her or battle Noemi? Right. Like think- for in my mind's eye. You're gonna you're gonna match up someone against Chandler, or you're gonna match up someone against Noemi. That's what I'd, I'm working. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather match up someone against Noemi, to be honest. But who? But who? But Plume. So here's about, so here's what I'm gonna say. What about, here's what I'm gonna say. What about if Leah goes as a 69? So these are some these are some intangibles that I would have to have discussions in the back to make sure to be like. So so now we have fucking variables. Okay, well let's do this. Let's let's say Leah goes 63. My first picks. Okay. Because if I'm SBD, I would hammer that out. And that's a good question, Jerns. And, and like, okay. if I'm SBD, I have the conversation. Leah, you're going 69, you're going 63. She goes, I'm going 63. All right. I'm leaning towards bringing Marta so that she battles Chandler. And I think that's closer, mm-hmm. more competitive. And I think it'll come down to the very last deadlift. And I think Marta's better than she showed at Worlds. In fact, I we already seen she's posted up a bigger total. And... um and she ended up in a hospital the whole fucking nine in South Africa. So it's not just like, it's legitimate. I think her and Chandler is a phenomenal, it'll come down to the very like last deadlift. Like a matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go there. And the reason why I won't go the 52s with Plune, I think the spread between Noemi and the rest of the 52s is too great. If mm. Shizuka did her 338, like she did domestically, if she did that at Worlds, it would have been Shizuka versus um, versus Noemi because she's the only one. But if she's she couldn't and she came in like I think she came in fourth or off the podium anyways. Mm. And like because that happened, the spread between Noemi and the other everyone else, like you I, you couldn't sell the Shizuka battle because it didn't look good at Worlds and and not enough people would have seen the the French Nationals, so they don't know how close it could have been. So it's selling it wise. I'm going Marta Jenner. Now, if you tell yeah. me Leah goes fucking 69 and we got Chandler versus Leah, I might still go Mark Jenner. Ooh. I might still Ish. play, boy. Because I'm, I'm with you, Ryan. Because Jenner will bring a fight to Chandler. But Leah 100%. being a 69 probably won't be no fight. Yeah, they it, it'll make sure there's battles head to head. They will have a battle, but Leah. Well, I, I, I just, I just guys, go- Leah, is, Leah is so far ahead of everybody. It's, yeah. People don't see it. It's just crazy. You know, the thing is, right, right? I rather, look, I know she's a tremendous lifter. She's one of the best lifters we have in the IPF, right? But and, would I want yeah. anyone at the moment, right? Even for, Don't get me wrong, Ryan. Even if, like, no offense to Taylor. If they said to me to drop any weight class in uh, for Sheffield, I would drop the seventy fours because there's no battle there. Right. You know, not you right just, now. Taylor is coming to Sheffield just to get his his freaking checks and go home. Yeah, literally, you know. But we won smoke, we won battles. Uh, but he <laughs> did say he did say he's going to be chasing the nine hundred around just under nine hundred. So, doggy, yeah, come on, we want, we want to. We want to see something like that, man. That would be fucking Taylor, crazy. Taylor took bigs. We know that. So anyway, Brian, on those picks that you said, that's now my question to follow. Do you think Turbo Tiff shoot herself in the leg in South Africa? I think, um, well, I mean, she can still break the world record and, and like 
I, I still think she's going to break the record, world record and could make some cash. Like she make cash just doing that. But I would have held it back if I was Turbo mm. Tiff. And I think I would have held it back. However, fuck, it's easy once you hit the platform and people are like, and I know Turbo Tiff, she's spicy, man. And she's telling herself, you're like, if you told Turbo Tiff, as t- at 21 years old and it's June, you're like, no, hold back because next March of next year, she's going to look at you and be like, March of next year, I'm going to be a fucking monster. And this is, <laughs> you know what I mean? She's not confident. This but is yo, how these, some people ask. But yo, the French, yeah, that's their mentality. They're like, yo, yeah. they're going to go ham or yes. not even go, or not even do it at all. So, look for, at Penna, so look at said it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for, for, for you to tell like, you know, Tiff that, Turbo Tiff that, that's not going to mean anything to her. I'm be like, fuck uh, that. I may have gotten this. I'm going to break it again. Yes. And then that's, that's the, how she rolls. It, it, it's look, if you're asking like for me, mm. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gone all out. Yeah. But, but that's the difference between us or oh, yourself. No, I don't yeah. know about me yet. But yeah, that's the difference between yourself. And Tiff. But it's true. Like, yeah, put it this way. You know, the expression, make sure when you're throwing out the worst for you, you don't also throw out the best you. Yeah, and that what that means is like the same person who it's like, man, you might have fucked up, shot yourself in the foot by going all out at Worlds. Yeah, but the same person, the reason why they did that is because they're that fucking tiger. And mm-hmm. if you try to tame a tiger, pull its teeth, pull its claws, they're not the same tiger. Sometimes it pens the same dog. Some of these people are the same. Where it's like, I got you, but I'm just not wired that way. And it'll fuck me some places, but I wouldn't even be here if I wasn't wired this way. Yeah, it is what it is. Sometimes you're like, it is what it is. You know, you you change one thing, you change everything. So I get it. To answer the question, nah, I wouldn't have done what she did, but um, fuck, it might not matter because at Sheffield, the world to win to win best lift at Sheffield is not about IPF point or dots. It's about who breaks the world record by selling percentages, right? right? Taylor can smash about 5%. Manda mm. Lawrence can smash about 2%. But anyone that smashed the world record by more than 4% or 6% than the 5%, they win. Mm. It doesn't matter what, what, what IPF point you are. right? So what Terrible Teeth did about 426 kilos, do you think Table Teeth can add 5% on that in Sheffield? Stats, man, how much is that? That is da, 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 uh, 20 odd kilos more. Fuck me. Oh, yeah, she can. Fuck me. <laughs> you can. So essentially, you're saying over or under, do I predict Turbo Tiff to be 446? Mm. Yeah, I think she's under. I think she's under 446. What do you guys say? I don't I, think I, she's I... over 446. Table yeah. Tiff will break the world record. <laughs> I know. Table, this is my opinion. My opinion is Table Tiff can add the maximum she will add on that world t- total t- um, um, t- um, record is between 2 to 3%. No more than 4 Let's go around the table right now. Okay, so me and Jaren say she's all under 446. Fellas, 446, yeah. over or under? I say bang on. Me too. I'm, I'm no, do you know, I, 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 I have, my, reason, I have my reasonings, though. I have my okay. reasonings. Only because... Joey. Has Joey seen something live that we have? Yeah, seen, I, right? wait we're a my, minute. We're my own two uh, eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like her training and what she's been posting. Yeah, you know she's been lifting those lifts. But what else she's doing, I also saw. And obviously, you know, yeah, again, 
even though even though what Joey saw, we didn't see table tiff at the moment while we're t- talking now, she's heavier. She's like five, six kilos heavier than her body weight. I know the weight of 47 that she compete. You know what I mean? She really? So yeah. What does she because walk around what, there? You know, that's what she's doing. The honor. She's doing the honor at 42, at 52. But a full-fledged 52 or, or that's what we'll find out. We'll find out when she comes out. If she come out at the Arnold's at 50 kilos, so that 446 you're talking about, <laughs> we never yeah, know. Uh, yeah, you don't. I that's why I'm saying under, but like look at Turbo Tiff is, is a, a monster. She, she, she she's special surprise people. So yeah. do you know what I mean? She but can, I'm, if, I'm not okay, just 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 to like get onto Jurance's point, and obviously the point that you were making, Ryan, yeah, is that in terms of longevity, she did not do the best thing because obviously there's there's 2023 Sheffield, correct, but then there's 2024, 2025, so on and so forth. If you're cash, if you've cashed checks at 2023, and then you know what you have to do for that five percent more, like 2024 <laughs> is a myth, bruv. A myth. If, or unless if, she moves up in body weight, like yeah, I mean, yeah, there's that, that too. There's that too. Or, or unless, and then just leaves the forty sevens in the fucking desert. Bro. Unless, unless SP because <laughs> SPD got to change the rules going forward. They can do that too. Yeah, they can do that too. That's that's year one. Year two, they're like, all right, yeah. we're switching up. That was fun. Yeah. Now we're doing this. Whatever they because decide. It's yeah, gonna be practically yeah. impossible to expect people to break the world record about five percent every time they come in. It's impossible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, Taylor Howard will push 830. He pushed 830. And then what, the year after, you expect him to get what, 5% of the 830? That's nuts. That's 40 kilos. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Um, no, let, I, I want to I oh. bring Ryan back to what he said uh, with, you said you want Jad in there, right? Yeah. So that, that's what, that's 357s, bro. Three, you yeah. got Joy, Jad, and obviously, the, the pick now already is uh, Evie. Right. And the reason but, why, though, mm. I for viewership, I'm telling you, like when I'm commentating, sometimes it's tough, sometimes it's easy. It's never easier. And the excitement is legitimate is when it's actually an athletic, close performance, and I don't know who's going to win. When I'm watching any sport, UFC, MMA, mm-hmm. look, at fucking, it was going to be Chamaya versus Nate Diaz, and I'm like, Chimaev's gonna smoke Nate Diaz, and this yeah. is, I don't give a fuck. But now you, but it's you totally... know what you know what Chimaev did though. He did that on purpose, bro. I don't give a flying. Fuck. Hey, what, let's stay on topic. Hang on, hang on, yeah. let's stay on parallel. <laughs> yeah, I know, no, I, know. <laughs> I got you, Finn. But uh, um, so in terms of like the reason why you're hyped is if it's close, and I don't fucking know who's gonna win. You'll have fans argue what, like, and and. UK, France are powerhouses of powerlifting. So there's a huge support for both. So mm-hmm. in terms of like viewership, the UK fans will tune in in France, which has turned into a powerlifting nation, will turn in. And it's that will sell in their previous clash. Okay, boom. Wait. Uh, Go so ahead. You, that's, that's your three, right? Who's your third, second, first? Uh, in row? In the row of like uh, ladies. who has to go yeah. in? No, it, no, no, no. Ladies. As in, like, it, with the five ladies it, we have. No, 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 no. I'm, t- I'm talking about the 57s he just mentioned. Oh, who wins? Yeah, who, who wins and who's, who, who just, you know, gets shy of the win and who's dead last? I mean, dead last at Sheffield, though. Let's put pretty worded. So, uh, hey. who comes in fucking? Who, uh, hey, you know, 
Question is there, bro. Don't use those words for me. Don't come <laughs> and say that. You said that. You said that. Um, yeah, fuck. This is a little far out. Usually, you're going to do preview shows fucking eight months out, but let's do this. No, I'm, asking, I'm asking. Oh, you know, I'll give you a little background because okay. Joy's coach is my coach. So you're just, you're just interested in the 57 because Joy's your teammate. Bro, I'm going to clap back up, clap at him about the car, uh, about the 76s. Cause Carlina, but but we'll get there. We'll get. We'll, okay, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> you know, we've been we've been we've been on this thing for two hours already. But I don't give on. a I don't give a right. shit. I don't give a shit. All right. I want I want to know his picks for the fifty sevens. Who's gonna take it? Who's gonna be shy of it? And who's? Here's yeah. my picks right now. Yeah, go ahead. Um. Fuck. This is gonna be a good one. I'll go with Chad Jacob. Ooh. I'll go with Chad Jacob. I'm going upset. I'm going upset. Um, oh, okay. But if you could, but you 100% could convince me if Joy won, I wouldn't be shocked. And I don't think it's in, like, Joy's, I think Joy's the no, favorite. Bro, 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 bro. Joy is the favorite. I, I just want your picks, bro. I just want your picks for now. For now. So you're saying Shad and then what? Joy? Uh, Joy, yeah, yeah. And then, sure. okay. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. Right, now we can move on. Now we can move on. We can move on. To the 76s. So you said you said Agatha, right? Yeah. The rematch between Jess. 100%. But we had Carlina, right? We had Carlina like not too long ago. And I'm pretty sure Jurians remembers this. Okay, it may be too late for Carlina to get picked, right? It may be too late. But she can still do what a dog would do in her situation. And that is and to this push. is fucking funny. <laughs> <clears throat> And that is to push records, right, at the Commonwealth, which is still international. Records can be broken there. So can you imagine, yeah, Jess, Agatha, fighting and not winning a single money from a money meet? Okay, because hold on. You, that record... No, no, you, put, you, know, you put that question wrong, right? Ryan, straight yeah. facts. Carlina came to the pod. She specifically Oh, yeah, said, shit, yeah. She's doing the Commonwealth to shit on Jess and Jessica if she doesn't get picked for the Sheffield. She will oh. push those world records so far out that they were never going to reach it except bench. Oh, shit. <laughs> Including deadlift? Bro, yes. yes. So it, she's saying squat, total, and deadlift, okay. bro. This is what she said, right? The girl said... She has about 230 squat in her. Right? The deadlift, we're talking about north 260 in her. And the world record, we're talking about over 600 mm. total. Right. What, the only thing I, I got to like, what world's got 585. Just got 585. Yeah. You saw what Carlino got at the Nats. 590. 590. Yeah. 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 If she said the only thing she's lacking there is a bench press, which is she give it to Agatha, he will get it. So that's why it is. Okay, so here's what it is. Here's what it is. This is an opportunity for Carlina to, even though she won't make it to Sheffield because she hasn't had, you know, done international yet, Mm. she'll probably, she'll, she's probably like 2023. She's got tons of opportunity to make it to World Sheffield and all the fucking rest. She's gonna make it, yeah. Um, but not yet. She she got a late start. However, even though she's not there physically, if those are her records, she's there. Mm. She's there. 
Yeah. She's there. Yeah. Her name can't not be mentioned. Yeah. And and everybody knows. So it, it, it will be a way of her being like, gotcha. I'm not there. I didn't make it there in time, whatever. I'll be there next time. But I'm fucking there. I'm the one you're chasing. I'm the one that you have to fucking chase now. It's my Bro, name, Tasha's record. She basically said, yeah, that she's going to live in Jess and Agatha's mind in Sheffield. Rent, free. <laughs> rent, rent free. fucking free, bro. Because that's what all. What did she literally things. say? Not basically. No, no, she... no. That I, I'm just, I'm just like putting it into simpler words for, for you in it. I got you. Yeah. Sound bites. I got yeah, yeah. I know all about sound bites. Hey, so was, yeah. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Look, I'm gobbling them up right now. She's, <laughs> she's, she's as real as you can get, right? She came in. She said she respect. Uh, she does respect these girls. She enjoy watching the fight in um, South Africa. But when I asked her a question, how did you feel though? But missing South Africa because she missed South Africa, but a little bit because of them joining back to IPF. She said, after watching the fight, I said to myself, I, I could have won. Bro, she didn't say that. Like, she said she could have smoked them. <laughs> you know, she said one, no smoke. Oh, wait, no. Okay, maybe I heard it. And then <laughs> that's what my brain interpreted. She's going to listen to this podcast and be, hey, man. She's as real as you can get. And we know she's a powerhouse. We know she's a force, right? Yeah, and then another thing as well is that like one of the things um, she said, Agatha is young. Agatha is still making progress. And Jess, Jess is just a freak of a nature, right? I know a lot of people, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people out there in the powerlifting world that are saying, oh yeah, Agatha going to make more progress than Jess, right? When it comes to next year, you know, even when Agatha, when we ask Agatha the question, you, you were cheering Jess to pull the 261 kilos a world. Right. If it is anyone else, would you do that? She's she literally said, "Yeah, I cheer her because she had to win this year because I know next year I'm gonna win and the year after I'm gonna oh, win." Oh shit! <laughs> For real, bro. For Damn. real, <laughs> literally. So I love that because this is where the competitiveness in this sport. That's we need that, right? The reality is a lot of people saying, "Oh yeah, Jess, Agatha's gonna make more progress," but Jess is just a freak. You know, who would have known Jess was going to go and pull 261 kilos? Right. You know? We, we, like, we can refer to age too much at times. And I know what you mean. Like, where you could look at Agatha, if she's this young, what will she be next year, year after that? And Jess's progress can't keep up. But then on the flip side, you're like, well, Taylor Atwood in his 30s is mm. when he made most of his progress. The hugest chunk of his progress was, like, 30 two, three, like it becomes, so it, it's, it, you're right. Like to the point of Jess is a freak and it would be, she's still in her twenties too. It's not like she's like at the end of her career. It's tough, man. I, the 76 is, is crazy competitive. When you look at Carlina, Agatha, Jess, and now throw in like Laura, Laura from France, uh, Motelin did not get Motela or however. I Yo, I saw what people said about that on, when you said, you know what's up go like, ahead go ahead i think i th I don't, correct me if i'm wrong but there were people were saying shit like yo like she has every like chance to beat xyz carlina jess and that because she only got six out of nine or something like that so if she went all out i mean she could she would have come close if not beat them no no okay so yeah and that's where i was like she's missing lifts though like for a reason yeah people miss lifts for a reason that's like um I can make all my openers like my thirds miss the 
fuck out of some crazy second and thirds. And they'd be like, well, just give those to me anyways. And let's just pretend my total's fucking 850 kilos. Like it doesn't yeah, work like that in real yeah, life. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. um, but what I would say is she does have potential. Like mm. she did 555 and, but she, I, I've seen her in the gym do 570 gym, take it, take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, of course. Potentially as a junior to hit a 570, she's strong as fuck. She's behind those girls. There's Jess Agata Carlina. Let me get my hand in view. There's Jess Agata Carlina. Um, there's the big three. Yeah. But the number four is good enough that by the time we get the worlds again, if somebody fucks up, gets pushed, pushed too far. Here's the thing when you get, when there's so many peach bolts so close, you push because mm. you got to push. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to fucking miss. Someone will miss their third squat. Someone will miss their third dead. Someone will, you're, because you're like, your Kaiko pulling is. Yeah. I was going to say, the knife. Out on your shield. Out on your shield. I didn't come here for silver. I came here for gold. Just loads for gold. Just mm-hmm. doesn't load for silver. When people push like that, the number four can make it onto the platform. Yeah. And Laura, Laura is necessary. She's I necessary mean, in the 76s. I mean, and I her mean. being from France makes it better because, again, it, it brings in that market. Yeah, I mean, that story. Honest, what you just what you just said, and I'm 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 yeah. a living proof, mate. In South Africa, I'm a living proof. Is it when people were talking about the battle of eighty three, no one mentioned a old man like me that I will I will be there. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it was it was Tim and Delaney, but at the end of the day on that podium, people if, if some people even thought that Tim was not around, they thought that he didn't come, but he was there, but just behind. But anyway, so all I'm saying like in sports. Things like that can happen. 100%. Um, when the top push, the fifth, fourth, whatever, that's where they get a chance. 100%. You know, I think this happened with Krastaf, with, uh, with, um, um, with Kaiko, isn't it? Personally, I mean, this one hasn't been spoken for many podcasts. They haven't said this. Kaiko last pull, he didn't need that. Whatever they put on that bar, that's not what Kaiko needed to win. He did not need that. He needed well, less than that. Yeah, because Chance pulled, I can't remember the numbers, but Chance misses last deadlift. So yeah. you know, you know that it was going to be less. It's it's uh I can't remember. I crunched the numbers at one point. But I think he needed they pulled like I think was it 12 or 15 kilo up? Yeah. He did not need that. He needed yeah, like something like that. But chance was gonna pull. Kilo. But Chance was going to pull after him. Yeah, if they want to nudge past Chance. But, yeah, it's... but we, we all knew Chance did not have that that, less, that last deadlift. Come on. What was what was it now? Let's just let's pull it up because I can't remember totally. You might be right. I'm not saying wrong. I just I do I don't remember the fuck because I remember me now. me catching you up in, in the banquet in the well in the bar. I told you like I just just pissed off about what you put on Kaiko's bar in the last one. You know yeah. because apparently Joey was in America, isn't it? Was on the phone saying, "Oh yeah, slap this on the bar." Sometime, and I, by the way, if you didn't know, Joey here, my Joey here, that Joey there is my coach, right? But when I compete internationally, sometimes he tells me, do this. I was like, fuck off, man. You're not here. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so, so to the point of, of Kaiko and Chance. Yeah. This is all right. And, and like, obviously, Chance missed, but yeah. Chance hit 3d3 at pa nats and he pulled 3d3.5 at worlds now i know the 3d3 at nats was sketchy and the 3d3 that, that was no 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 that was not sketchy that was a pa referees that was right, no right. ipf board hey. referees but, uh, okay <laughs> go on, go. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Okay, no, let, let's, let's. Okay. Let's, so, yeah. so what I was gonna say is all. I, all I'm gonna say is, um, it's not the craziest if if to think if he hit 383 sketchy six weeks later 383.5 the same thing not sketchy mm. could happen if if like all I'm saying is in terms of um I got you 2020 hindsight he missed so obviously it, it, they didn't need that much but when you have to pull first if you're telling yourself fuck we got six seconds here could he pull 383 legit this time because we know he pulled it sketchy six eight weeks later is he stronger now i think he's stronger now and you're like fuck i don't know i don't know i don't know fuck it load you know it's, one of those, it's fucking tough <laughs> he's, he's he's not at home though he's in south africa i know 26 I know, hours flat Do you I, know I, I, yeah but he still would hit some people were hitting prs like jess came from canada further west and um so it's further and she hit the biggest pull we've ever seen in the world of ipf history in the women's side and I she mean, came from canada that's one person that did it that pulled well, PR. I mean, it happened. What I'm saying is, when you got 60 seconds, you're like, "Fuck, man, it's tough, man." Look what N almost did. It's tough. It's tough. You're mm. right. Like we know, yeah. we know it was he didn't need as much. I'm just saying it isn't. It isn't enough to be like. Uh, put it this way, I don't think it was negligent. I wouldn't look at any coaching staff and be like, "You guys made a negligent decision." I would say you ended up making the wrong one, obviously, because he missed Mitchell. A chance missed. And then fucking chance one because of that. Yeah. But it was it wasn't egregious where it's like, how the fuck? You you could see where they'd be like, man, but it's bro, tough. Sports like, is tough. It's so tough. It, it is tough, but that's that's when your your handlers need to come in clutch, bro. Cause when the numbers are there and they're staring at you, like I know I know easier said than done, but go for the obvious. Go for the obvious. Like if you only need this much to win, fuck it, slap it in. Even if I'm talking about I'm talking about in Kaiko sense. Yeah, even if they reduce, even if they reduce it for Kaiko to hit his third, right? Yeah, Kaiko would have come second. Yo, if he hit his third, chance was pulling after because chance is pulling after him, so you don't know what the number is though. Like that number you're saying he needs for sure. Chance is pulling after, and we know chance misses third, right? So Mm. like we know, but we wouldn't have known at the time. That chance would have been. Yeah, and chance. This is what I'm oh, saying. Is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you know you. what I mean? So, yeah. like, I understand but, what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, it's tough, man. It's fucking tough. Look at, look, we're doing sports debate. This is what we're supposed to do. Like, yeah. I hope nobody takes offense when they listen to this because, fuck it, this is what you do. You debate. I mean, sports. if easy, they do, easy. if they do, by all means, come on the podcast, say your piece. <laughs> ah, my say man's already booking. But I like <laughs> it. I like it. Come <laughs> on. Piece, so, um, Brian, I'm going to move you to another con- uh, controversial um, discussion that's been going on in the powerlifting um, world. The reason I chose you is because you are the voice of powerlifting. When I mean voice okay. of powerlifting, untested and tested. Sure. The real powerlifting, which is the IPF, and the other powerlifting that we don't talk about. So you are the voice of all. Sure. All right? Yeah. So, USAPL, world records, USAPL Korea, USAPL Australia, probably we're going to have USAPL UK and USAPL the Congo is coming soon. So, <laughs> what's your take on it? Uh, Mame, you know, I, I, if, if, I was on, if I was a part of the USAPL, I'd be like, drop the international expansion because it's going to, it's, it ain't fucking, that ain't it. That ain't a fellas. You are not going to be, it is, you can 
flourish inside the U.S. and do your damn thing inside the U.S. because you already got whatever the membership is, 20,000 strong. Use that. But to go international and try to compete like that as though you're going to compete with the IPF, the infrastructure in place for the IPF internationally is fucking cannot be even remotely come close. And yeah. to pretend to pretend like we've gone international, kind of, it's more kind of just guest lifters would have been just do guest lifters. If you can do whatever the fuck, but you tr- to try to get a foothold throughout the world in turn, you resource the resources you're applying to do your international, apply them to do domestic and just do the ideas that are domestic. You are not going to be the next IPF. Mm-hmm. The IPF now, because of their affiliation with WADA, IOC, is got government funding, like France. All the, There's so many different places that's government funded. They're in the university games. They're getting into the Asian games. Like I don't mean Asian powerlifting championships. I mean straight up with track and field in those sports, like this is the legitimacy they're in, entering into and like talks with Commonwealth games, et cetera, the actual games, you know, yeah. world games. These are actual multi-sport events. When that happens, that now all of a sudden governments have university programs in these nations and they're getting funded and national teams are getting funded in Chile. You can't fuck with that. That infrastructure is in place. You can't even enter that nation now because you're going to be an also ran. The, the, the government's going to be like, we, we're good. We're set. We're all good here. Thanks. You can open up your little federation or whatever shit. It's affiliation. It's not a federation anymore. It's an mm. association. It's a, you guys can associate together, but you're not a federation. You won't be recognized. It's not going to be like that. You can do that if you want just to be able to say we're international, but that's all you're doing. It, you're wasting time and resources and fuck it. If that's what you guys want to do, do it. But I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. But fuck it, whatever they want to do, they can do it. But like, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. So, you know what? Uh, yeah. No, I, I was gonna say I can't. I can't dispute that. I wholeheartedly agree. But since we're on USAPL, let's talk about the lay of the land, shall we? <laughs> Did okay. you see that post today, though? Did you see oh, yo, today? yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, no. very smart. Good marking. Good marking. Ten out of ten. So as soon as the IPF posted the bench rules, USAPL then made a post saying, are you interested in powerlifting and joining with the USAPL? And then they posted like a long paragraph of why people should join the USAPL. Very smart, in all honesty. Like, they, good they, market, man. You should keep that in the chamber and wait. Yeah, yeah. And see if it disrupts. Here's the thing, man. In terms of how that's going to play out, people already in powerlifting um, in the U.S., it's got to be in the U.S. Because if you're mm. elsewhere in the world, you're probably going IPF, P- yeah. unless you're untested. People already in powerlifting might make decisions, but long term, when you just enter into this, you'll be like, "Which Fed am I choosing?" You'll see some crazy arches, and it'll be the same thing with I was when it came to equip. And you're like, "Which Fed has some regulations on those arches?" Even if you don't understand what the fuck the rules are, you just think they're going to do anything or whatever. You're like, well, this federation's trying to hack down on those arches. That, that'll help for new people. Like in five years time, it'll be different for right now too. Who knows the impact in the future? We don't know. So, yeah, for real, bro. So I mean, who, who, look, who looks at a bench press and be like, I want to arch like that? Hell no. Nobody entering a sport will. Nobody nah. entering a sport. Day oneers, when you're like, I'm interested in a strength, strength sport, nobody enters being like, you got two feds to choose from. This fed 
unadulterated bench, you could do that shit and you see that, or this fed is hacking down on those. You're going to choose fed number two, every single person entering. I can't envision a single person entering a sport brand new saying, I want, I want to go to the Federation where the benches look like that. If they given the choice, they will choose option B. The only people that are going to go option A are the people already in maybe who have already, you know, got those arches or whatever the shit. But long term is different than short term. And that's the discussion as well that you have to keep in mind. I'll go Go straight, straight question to you because I know you are friends with all powerlifters around the world, right? This is a straight question I'm asking, Ryan. What do you rate? The tested or untested? In terms of uh, in ter- what do you when mean? When we you said rate? when we said strength sport, yeah, what do you rate the most? The tested guys, which is we are as free. Don't know yeah. about you much, or <laughs> 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 or the untested guys. Um, so if I was looking at this, honestly, I think the talent pool in the tested is much bigger, um, and I think that's that's pretty much common undeniable and if either you guys disagree go ahead feel free no, well, I'm, I, say, I'm no. not asking about talent ryan you're no no but, my question. I, but i am i'm no but i gotta articulate my man's <laughs> my man's you see when i make my picks i when i articulate i make it tight as fuck so if someone's gonna debate it it's gonna be tough it's gonna okay, be tough go so this is go i on. was not even close to, to wrap it up so that's how my answer so, i mean when we get to your answer it's gonna speak volume isn't it so if you yeah, choose yeah. untested dog i got one Question marks. Can you imagine? (laughs) No, but listen, listen, listen. So it all stems off of, I believe the talent pool is, it's much, much bigger than the tested worldwide. Or if you just want to go us or whatever the fuck, much bigger than the untested, the amount of participation rates. And due to that, when we're talking about any kind of competition, if you're looking for head to head matchups, that's what you need. To, to in order, how many times can you have an Agatha Shitko versus Jessica Bittner or um, or any of the field where it's top five could fucking win this? You aren't going to have that unless you have the talent pool worldwide. You need that to in order to have enough outliers. This yeah. is a game of outliers. It's a game of outliers. You don't have enough outliers in the untested to have that. That's why, um, yes, we have a Taylor Atwood and we can't seem to find someone for them. Okay, you got a you got a John Hack, and you can't seem to find someone for him. So let's throw those two off. Fine, but there's too many times if you look at the untested, there isn't stacked one through five. Don't know who the fuck's gonna. And there's representation from all over the world, and it's you know, I, we look at the worlds whether it was Jack Jack and Joy Namani or whether it's the sh- whatever the fuck showdown the 69s, the mm. 76s to They need the talent pool. The talent pool isn't quite there, and just by nature. You're not going to have people who are willing to do what it takes to rise to the top and untested in terms of the use of PEDs. Mm-hmm. By nature, to have on mass 150,000 people and that many PEDs to find enough outliers to stack a world-class top five to battle like that, just by nature, it'll be easier to find people who are like, I'm into powerlifting, but I'm not going all in like that. So that's where... If I'm leaning towards one or the other and I'm like, you know, to your question, it would be the tested because it's going to be a representation globally, more, more people 
and it'll be, uh, I think it'll be far more stacked. And that's not to say fucking obviously tested, untested is going to have some battles, but yeah. Not, not as stacked as tested, but I got a question for you from that, from what you just said. What did you just say? What? Not as stacked as they are. Yeah, not, okay, not, okay, not okay, as stacked okay, as okay. tested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you made me question myself there. Like, what the <laughs> Oh, that is shit. No, because you've done me already, but I don't want to get it done again. Um, so my question is, if you could bring back w- one lifter from untested to go back to tested, which lifter would it be? That's the obvious one, isn't it? It has no, to be John Hack. It has is to be it, John Is it, though? Is it? It has to be. Is it? It's Hack. Playboy, please. It's Hack. It's, it's got to be Hack. 100%. It is a god. 100%. It? You, 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 it's it's got to be Hack. He's got to be Hack. Who you got in mind? Who are you thinking, Joey? Hey, who are you thinking? Uh, uh, hey, the, 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 the question here is to Ryan, bro, not to me. Well, you know, put it this way, put it this way. No, you, because you were asking. But yeah, you probably were wondering if I came up with something else. But honestly, I mean, it's got to be Hack. Uh, like, Belkin was in the uh, uh, tested as well at one point. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I mean, fucking, it's not going to be Belkin, no. It, it's got to be Hack because, like, it, you know, he's he's an IPF world champion. And can you fucking imagine if he never, if, you know, the what if, I remember they had those comic books, what if, and fucking there's an alternate universe. A Marvel, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, what if John Hack never left the IPF? What if 2016 he stayed and right now he stayed and we had Hack versus Gibbs, two, oh. three. Then we had Hack, this Gibbs, Russ. Russ, Russ. yeah. We yeah. Never, no, we were never going to have Russ and Hack because there's only one American that can come. Well, there could be two sometimes, but let's, you might be right. Sometimes they'll have 283s. Do you know, this, is, this, is, this is what I said to I mean, you. there's PA and USVI. <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? Come on. You got me there. You got me there. Because you know one thing I was saying to um, the A3 in America, they have got Sean, they have got Delaney, um, they have got um, Angelo and Russ. I said to Delaney in South Africa, I said, unfortunately... I can only battle one. Yeah. That's why I'm not worried. If you bring all the five of you, then I'll be thinking, oh, shit, I'm going to be like fifth or seventh in the world, man. Damn. But because you guys can only bring one, I'm not worried. (laughs) What do you guys feel about USVI? Do you like the fact that that's opened up or do you think it's unfair or what are your yo, thoughts on that um when i saw that i hit up during mm. straight away i was like yo do we have uk vi yeah we, yeah we can compete we do we can compete for one of them as well i think what was it? i can't remember the island name i really can't because you know dog there's got to be a british somewhere yeah, yeah, Br- yeah. british we have a british it's just a, it, it's just a loophole isn't it really yeah exactly so SB, it's just it's a clever next loophole. year isn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> But what are you talking about? Talking about USVR. No comment. Right? Personally, that's why I grew in South Africa, by the way, because I drove from Johannesburg to Sun City. I didn't wait for that coach because every story I was hearing about that coach, I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing this. I'm it was wild. Car. That, that's not but, what he told me, but yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a car to drive, right? Um, I saw Gavin and Mike T. That's when literally I met them. They were going to the um venue. The day Gavin was lifting, I was like, "Hang on, if I leave Gav, if I give Gavin a lift, Gavin might get it on time and beat the British guys. <laughs> if I leave Gavin, Gavin might be late, late and miss weight. <laughs> so that means the British guys go 
two step up. I walked two, three step forward. I feel like, nah, man. You know, the, the powerlifting nerd in me, I was like, nah, man, I want to see Gavin do well. I went back. I said, mate, you want to lift? I was like, yeah, yeah, man. I was like, come in. <laughs> you know and, then you, and then you poison this food. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, the, the, to make to cut my story short is is the respect I have for that boy, the fact that he went USVI, when the opportunity happened for everybody to go back to America, he said no. What they've done for me and everything they did when I needed them, they were there. That's why I respect him that much. You know, I'm not saying I don't res I respect the um, Oliveros and the rest. Gavin show that commitment. How important it was of that. Because to me, right, when they all switch back, I'm not going to lie to you, Ryan. I was literally like, what the fuck is this? Someone opened the door for you. And then as soon as your, your door opened, you just literally said them to fuck off. That's what these boys done. That's my personal view. What do you think? Um, in terms of which route to go, it's a... Uh... I was, I could, I obviously same in terms of respect Gavin's, uh, you know, you guys brought me in, so I'll stick with you. Um, but on the flip side, it depends on the conversation between, like, if you talk to the USVI people and they said, come to us, give us an, a year or whatever the, the agreement is, if you fulfill that. And then the, if the conversation is, listen to me, I understand the dream of, going to the world championships with your country across the chest. It's okay. It all depends on the conversation or if it wasn't like that, if it was like, you know what? We kind of were under the impression you'd stick around. We kind of were under the impression we'd have you one more year. I don't know what those conversations were. I'm okay with if, if, if both parties had that conversation of, if you want to go home, I know when you were a fucking kid dreaming about sports it was, and you're thinking about the Olympics or whatever the fuck. It was USA across the chest and hearing your anthem. Mm -hmm. uh, that's big. It, yeah. For some people, it's really big. In yeah, yeah. USVI, sorry, go ahead. No, like you said, like patriotism is big in America, man. Like well, you can't deny. childhood dream, like yeah. Well, in America too, but yeah. yeah. I would say, I, I would say, I would say this on that though. That men on the live stream when Ryan, you grab the mic, when you go on and say. For instance, you said this before the E-freeze at South Africa, right? You know how much I listen to you when you're talking. You said the E-3, it used to be Gibbs Russ, 2018. And the basically you said the US has been dominating the E-3 until 2021, right? But you forget in Russ in 2021, he was no US. Yeah, he wasn't. He's right? American though. Yeah, but he's not. He's he not. Was no he's US. US. He's US. He's US. VI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got me there. You got me there. I'll give you that. You got me there. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? That's the things that uh, I sit there. That's where I'm coming from. I said, I know they have got loyalty to the country and all of that stuff. But if you've given USVI, because they don't get me wrong, I'm not saying USVI is not a big nation. They have got great people, great lifters coming up. These boys moving today in 2021, they put USVI on the map. You know, yeah. I know Kimball has been doing an amazing job of USVI, but having these boys there, the whole world had their eyes on USVI, mm. which is not even a cap. It's not even a joke, right? So in 2022, this year, 
pretty much some people, especially where I'm from, they were waiting to see those lifted from USVI, but none of them mm. turned up except Gavin. Enjoy. Yeah, and I get it. And I, I do respect where Gavin's like, I, I think I owe this much. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, it depends on how USVI, I, I'm not sure what the conversations were. If they were, if they were like, that's all we need. Just give us one year. What we get, what you get is going to worlds. What we get is a phenomenal world team. And possibly now we can market that too, if we're going to get sponsorships or whatever the shit. Mm -hmm. And they're like, and then we're good. If this opens up for you the next year, you guys can move on. Yeah. That's okay. But like, it, it depends on, I'm not sure. Or, or if USVI was like, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, okay. if I was in those shoes and they were like, and they told me, we're good after this, man. You, you live for our team. You win gold. We get a gold. You get a gold. And then we shake hands. And that was that. That was a special year. But you don't have to keep coming back. If you told me that, I might be like, if you're happy, I'm happy. And I'm going back to Canada. You know, if, if we're all if we're, Yo, if we're happy. It, like, honestly, it sounds like a very happy one night stand. <laughs> it could be a one night stand. This is what I'm Yo, saying. That's legit. Be, that's legit how you made it sound, bro. It might like, be. It might be like, are we good? Are like, we so good it's a mutual. Yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It might be yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. We um, both got, I don't know. I'm not sure. Hey, um, but hey, right. hey, listen, we're going to um, uh, try and cap it with our last question. So that's the right with you. That's Dog, right as, long, as long as you want, guys. Dude, let, let me say something, fellas. This is a good fucking podcast. You guys are good guys. You you know Yo. how to do a podcast. You guys are doing a very good job. And fucking, uh, I would love to come back. Hats off yeah, bro. Hats off to you guys. This is your second home, mate. This is your second home. Second home in Europe. If, if you go pissed off of listening to Arian, you don't want to hear them, you, know, you don't want to see their face yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> second home, bro. Fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let I'll let Alex and uh, Juris go for the last questions first. Uh, I, I'll go for um, I got to you last one, right? Um, number one is we were, of course we were in South Africa, right? You were there from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Was it there a lifter that in okay? No Canadian because I know you're gonna say Jess. No Canadian <laughs> right? outside Canada. Was there a lifter that came to the world stage? It doesn't matter if the lifter won or did not win, or even they came second, it doesn't matter. A lifter that lifted out with a world championship in South Africa that you went like, fuck, where was this guy? Fuck, this guy's brought it in. Even though they didn't win or even though they won, but they brought it in. That impressed you and you enjoy watching. Very few times in sports, and this will happen every now and then. You will see something happen and it makes you question what's possible. When Usain Bolt first came onto the scene in the Olympics, after he won, everybody's like, how fucking much faster could it be? How much more? And it, and it literally, it opens up the entire, people win all the fucking time. Do you understand? But mm. that will change. It opens up your frame of mind. How much more? Where's the limit? We don't know the limit now. We thought shades of a second, He's fucking shaving that down even further. What Enaharo did in the 83s... I fucking knew it. ...was one moment where I, for real, was like, this is fucking... This is the craziest thing I'm watching right now. How mm. it made me rethink what humans are capable of. And that's very difficult with everything I've seen in so many sessions. But that is one magical moment where, for one moment, I'm like, fucking, we don't even... 
we don't know the limitations. It made me rethink that. And, um, and it was, it was a fucking special moment and it was the most special moment due to that outside of jazz. And, um, (laughs) yes, that, that would be it, man. And, and like, I knew he was good, but fuck man. Anyone was saying, yeah, I would have guessed he, he pulled 385, lock it out. I'd be like, why you would have Guess that okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, made, I made a joke when I saw Bryce, the Canadian, when I said, Anna, you even pulled more than Bryce today. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, you know looks <laughs> Bryce looks at me like, Oh, shit, it actually did. I was like, Of course, it did. He almost Ch- looked, yeah. <laughs> Chance was like, Um, fuck me, he's gonna out pull me. Chance was like, I'm gonna get out fucking pulled by this guy, and I'm the deadly demon. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, my, yeah, um, my second one, and thanks for that. I mean, I think we all enjoyed it, right? And at the euro, by the way, he's loading 399. And then, have you seen his 370 today? Uh, I've been in podcast all day. No, man, I gotta go see it. That it shit moves so fucking good. So oh, shit, I gotta repost it. it. Okay, so good. <laughs> anyway, um, so my last question. Is about a genius. You tapped it in the in the beginning, but you didn't literally elaborate. You was in Turkey. You said the genius, kind of like in the words, like the genius did not really impress you. Whoa, easy. Ah, let me let me stop you there. No, what I said was in context. Oh, Playboy, I'm glad you said it now. Not the, next, <laughs> the next episode, I'm not here, so I can't. I can't. I'm like, fuck, Jared's fuck me. Um. No, what I said was in context, we we're talking about Sheffield at the time. And you thought, did juniors change anything for Sheffield or my opinions on who should go? And I thought there was nothing that happened at juniors that would impact whom I'm going to pick for Sheffield. That was the actual, uh, in terms of, so that's what I was. I respect you for remembering okay. the context. You know what? Though, you're so, yeah, I'm smart. good with talking. Such Don't worry, I'm good. That's why you can't get caught. Uh, anyway, it's tough. I get anyway. I, I get caught slipping, but it's tough. Okay, so um, in terms of uh, sorry. So what was the question though? The question is still in the genius, right? You were the yeah. junior champion. You've been in so many powerlifting um, comp, and you've been you've seen so many juniors, right? In right. terms of like a competition wise. So, what's the difference between any other international junior you've seen and what happened in Turkey? Because personally, if you ask me what happened in Turkey. The total did not impress me. Single lift did. Mm. That's how that's that's my taking it. The total people that got in the genius, none of them impressed me. But some of the single lifts I saw, I was impressed with the single lift. So what's your take on that? Yeah. Um, you know what? Outside of so I agree on mass, you know, because in the 52s, um Camille and I'm it's it's got a French sounding but I'm butchering her name a little she's hit 405 and uh, she just started powerlifting in 2022 it's fucking insane for 52 in your first first four months to hit a 405 gentlemen 425 won silver medal at worlds to put in context she's at a junior hitting 405 in six months so just put in context France got shooters and she's one of them Mm -hmm. so but her total came down a little so I understand what you mean where I think she she won a world title and is someone to watch but I know what you mean where you're like okay all right uh Laura from France 76 same deal hit a 570 in the gym she did 555 she's someone to watch but it wasn't like the total maybe we're expecting so on mass I do agree with you Jack Jacob and uh, Maya in Brazil, 57s, same deal, where Jack Jacob has hit 480. You might have anticipated 
480 plus. Mm-hmm. And then Maya has, it's like she ended up winning. Jad, Jad ended up, uh, you know, kind of pulling out. She hit her token opener dead, but you understand she lost that last deadlift. That was a record, but she was already had the title one, but I, I get what you're saying. The totals weren't exactly. So I would agree on mass with that one that I thought the total that did surprise me. Oh, as well as the 93s. I thought they, they, they could have, the battle itself was fucking phenomenal, but mm-hmm. the totals weren't as high as I, I anticipated. Um, and, and some of the totals came down. But yeah, the battle was... They're not, they're not afraid to disappoint me big time. I'm not saying the guy didn't do well. Again, they did well. But we were expecting the 830, 840. Right. right. I agree. And they did too. They actually told me, a couple of fellas told me leading in 830, 840. Name names, bro. Names, um, mate. Dog, 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 dog. <laughs> This is a never, safe place. Never, listen, never burn a source. Ooh. Never burn a source. That's that's a podcast 101, Playboys. If you want like that, I mean, never you, burn did, a you did me that. I did like that respect it. For I like it. So, yeah, cool. But, um, so, so but wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Let me say something. <laughs> let me say something. No. Um, so I, but I, but I love the battle was good. So some of the battles, like Maya, Jad, Jack, up until Jad had to pull up, but like uh, some of the other battles were good. But the 83s, there was one guy who did. That impressed me. Sean Jin from the US, 183s. Mm. I didn't 100%. think I he 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 did 797.5. When I met him in the lobby, he was like, I think I'm around 800. And I'm oh, like, he's more than that, more than that. And he, he is had, he he's had probably more plus. than that now. Yeah. yeah. And and but when he told me that, I'm like, in Turkey with this flight, this international travel, the time zones and everything, I'm like, ah, it's maybe maybe 800 if you're in the US, but I didn't think so. He did 797 and a half and he had some room. So mm. that was one where the numbers actually, I, it was actually more than I had thought. And uh, that was probably one of the few everyone else. I think I'm like you, the single lifts are phenomenal, but some of the battles were good, but everybody in the battle kind of came down on their numbers. So yeah, this world was a little, it was different, but yeah, I still think we got some stars from it. I think yeah, some there, of these people there are is a lot of talent. There is a lot of talent coming up in um, youngsters that are coming. But again, as I said, we were expecting fire because these guys are young. You expect them to go all out. They know like us, we, we worrying about my knees. I'm worrying about my knees. I'm worrying about my hip. You know what I mean? I'm worrying about my shoulders. You know, you're going to pop a more amount to be able to lift my son. Do you know what I mean? But these guys are young. You, I was expecting fire. Oh, look, the AE3, I kid you not. I thought the AE3, the guys that win AE3, would be around 78, 79. Right? Same. Sean Jin surprised me. Same. After even after after the first squat he took, I said, "Oh my god, this boy has got seven eight hundred on him, right?" Straight, I said it. I said he has eight hundred, and he proved it. We proved it to us. And with Mendes, we know Mendes' story. To me, he did really well. He should literally be proud of what he did in in, in Turkey because no one was backing him to get a seven eighty anyway. Mm. So yeah, that the single lift impressed me. But again, as we mentioned, the battles were good, but the total. Was shit. Yeah, it, it like like um it like Coco had. I mean, Coco returned the form that he hit eight ninety five. But again, I would have wanted you know like yeah, he's capable of more. more. Um, it, it was more. Yeah. On mass, it wasn't. Um, you're right. Like I I think all the lifters would be like, fuck, I got more than that. I got more mm-hmm. than that. If you told yeah. them this is your best, they'd be like, no, I got more. I'm yeah. not sure what it was, which is interesting because it's across the board like that, huh? Coco yeah. is coming back to the Europeans. So, yeah. I know I spoke to him on the DM. I can't disclose the conversation, but yeah. Yeah. I was expe- I was expecting for eight, um for 895, 
900 from Coco are the, are the genius. We actually did the math. But yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Shall we go for it? No, no, es- Espen, bro. Espen, go. I got a question here, right? We're going to take it way back here. Because this is a question that everyone's always like, everyone's always said, what if, like, what if this guy did this, did that? Michael C. and Taylor Atwood, we're going to take it back, right? He was so close, so close, right? He was probably the only guy to ever come so close to being Taylor Atwood. Do you reckon if he did beat Taylor Atwood, he would have stayed at 74 and probably progressed from then on? Or do you reckon there was always, like, something that injuries were always hitting him to the fact that he just had to jump to 83? Okay. In your your opinion. Good question. Here it is. I like these what ifs, huh? The alternate universes, because this happened in an alternate Always. universe. Somewhere Always. it happened. Um, and only because and only because there was so much hype. Because I remember that was one, like I said before, that was one of my favorite podcasts from you, like with the whole 74s and everything like that. So the day that they Ta- actually did compete, it was crazy, man. Fucking Taylor up. would say, in every fucking universe do I win. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, That's yeah, what Taylor yeah. would say. You know it. Yeah. That's go. Well, what would you say? Um, all right. So if if C wins, and honestly, I you know, let's just fucking say he did. Mm-hmm. I think he stays 74, and here's why. I think, even though, you know what's interesting? Him as an 83, I think he competed, he was like 77 kilo. And I would have expected, he was like, a, it had been a hot minute since he had to make 74 or 75. And I was like, you're like two to three kilo over. That's all the mass you put on. I don't know what the situation was with the weight cut, but he was, let's, let's pull it up right now. Let me make sure I'm not talking out of school here, but I'm pretty sure pulling us up on open powerlifting. He spells his name differently with Michael, huh? Mm-hmm. Yoink. All right. Let's fucking take a look at this gentleman. So raw nationals, 2021, 74 kilo. Yeah. 73.5. So in Virginia Pro, he's 75.3 kilo. Fuck, man. And then in the U.S. Nats, it just passed. He's 79.7. So, like, he's a pretty small 83 still. You got to think. I think he stays 74. And if he beats Taylor, if you beat Taylor, you're doing an encore presentation. You got a rivalry. And if you're good enough to beat Taylor as a 74 you it didn't hurt you that much to go 74. Yeah. If you're good enough to beat Taylor at 74, however bad it fucked you up, it didn't fuck you up that much because yeah. you beat Taylor Atwood. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> if you can pull that off. I think he's I think he I think he's still 74 today. Now, could he have done it a second and third and fourth time? Because Taylor's a motherfucker. You want to talk about a dog? Taylor loses love. He's reorganizing his life. <laughs> he's coming. He's coming. Bro, he's got teams though, man. Fuck. Yeah, but yeah. Teams. That's, that's his teams have teams. Yes, yeah, teams have teams. We, that's what we need, isn't it? I mean, I was talking to Ryan before you jumping on the pod. You can never be competitive with someone that is ticking all the boxes. It's impossible. You know, you can't go and work in Tesco here in our supermarket and then you're competing against Anthony Joshua that isn't bloody or some fucking weather days boxing every single day. He's in Moscow and shit, you know, and then you think you're going to beat someone like that. You're not going to do it because the thing is that I believe what makes Taylor Howard good is not. Yeah, he has talent. He has the strength. 
but is it other variables around him? Yeah, it's the that's what makes him a champion. It's 10 out of 10. To become a champion, yeah. you can't just become a champion yourself. You need that team. So, so all I'm saying, Joey, if you want us to win a world championship as an 83, you gotta fix yourself, boy. <laughs> no, but like, yo, um, <laughs> oh, no, but um, but for real, uh, <coughs> we've seen it in other sports, like for instance, when the UFC started getting big, George St. Pierre was on the rise, and what he did that completely changed the game. He got specialists in every fucking place. So like Freddie Roach is one of the greatest boxing coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. To get his hands better, he got Freddie Roach. To yeah. get um, his kickboxing better, he brought in like a multiple-time world champion kickboxer. Because once he got a little money and could, he's like, how do I level up so to make the gap so people can't? Well, most of these guys haven't hit my level yet in making the money I got. Mm-hmm. So they can't get there unless they beat me. So you're yeah. not going to make my money unless you beat me. But to, so now that I have the money, how do I make sure you don't beat me? I'll spend my money reinvesting. So I have boxing coach, kickboxing. The John Danner is the greatest jujitsu coach and submission coach. Yeah, God, John Danner. He yeah. made a team around him and they're all mine now. You can't afford to match me. It's like a salary cap in a sport and my salary cap is maxed and you can't come close. And like to Jaren's point, a lot of these guys had day jobs. Now try to beat me because this is all I do. And I'll fly around the world to the best camps and I'll make it happen. So the same thing in terms of Taylor, he's a, he, he saw he like around, he's said this on the KOTL podcast, the one podcast that fucking blew where he said, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to beat you. Oh, yo, I listen to yeah. that, bro. No, I still listen to it over and over. It was wild. So he talked about it on that podcast where he's like, I look around at so-and-so is going to beat me this year, that year, whatever. I look around, I see what they're doing, and I'm like, nah. you guys aren't, you're not checking these boxes. Like, you don't understand. I, in terms of, like, my nutrition terms, even Jason from Strength Guys, who built his program, sent it to a fucking guy in Australia, two PhDs of load management, said, review my work. I want peer-reviewed work for what we're doing for our athletes. Who the fuck? And then, and, and they have, like, all these guys working in terms of RMTs and the whole nine on tail, like, on site in New York and then reporting back to Jason and Jason has all these, like, it's crazy, man. And in terms of their scouting and their, they know like the percentage based, if you, not just, not just how often do you miss your third squat? How often do you miss your third dead? But how often, if you miss your third squat, what's now the percentage of your third dead? If you hit your third squat, okay, well that number changed for your percentage of your third, all they have all this down written so while it's unfolding they're like yeah but okay well the game just changed because that just happened now what do we have here okay so this was they have all of this shit prepped though like different for taylor do they do this for every single person they got i don't know but i know for taylor it's so crazy the lengths that they go and then i've seen screenshots of taylor's program in um in terms of like uh the data they put in they log like what's your sleep what's your food outside stresses okay well this has come down they go back and they're like no you know what because if you don't do this if you don't do this taylor's like the program's not working i'm feeling fatigued maybe but the variables i have here you haven't been sleeping and eating the same and there's a stressor i could fuck with the program just based off that feedback but i might be changing something that doesn't need changed Mm -hmm. and now that we did that what's going to happen the reaper there's repercussions or 
Every fucking data they pull off Taylor, it's crazy. There's no boundaries though. They have to know everything. They'll do that with Taylor. Taylor, that's what makes Taylor. They won't do that. You can't, you wouldn't even ask that's women, crazy. like, how's your marital life? How's this? How's that? It's inappropriate. But with Taylor, it's like they're so next level, like on everything to Jiren's point where it's like, how do you beat this fucking guy now? Where it's like, okay. there, there's no variables. They know everything. I- as a as a person that likes details and shit, I'm kind of mad at that they're making it work. Mad because right, because I've always you know heard shit being said like, when there's too many chefs in the kitchen, shit's gonna get messy. But for somehow they've perfected that recipe, and it annoys me a little bit. I don't know why, but it just does. Well, because it might it, not it, work for everyone. To your point, that might not yeah. work for everyone. To your point, yeah. you're the right. You're right, isn't it? Is the marquee, isn't it? <coughs> Again, what you said there. I mean, going back to MJ, Michael Jackson. When Michael Jackson was coming out as Jackson Five, yes, everyone could see there was only one star. You know, what I mean, which was Michael Jackson. What did the right. father do? He put every single resource <laughs> he had. <laughs> Sorry, put, I'm sorry. He, Go ahead. Father, what you did? He put every single resources he had on him. Right. He said, "Look, you're all good, but there's only one star." Right. I can never split the resources, as you said. Your point that you're saying, oh, you don't know if they do it for everybody, but how would they do it for everybody if they have one mega star? So if, if they split it for everybody, you might work for the mega star. You also like. I'm telling you, you legit couldn't, and literally in terms of boundaries, people would not want that. Like, mm. like um, you think you want it until Jason needs to log what's going on in your personal life to know if this could be disrupting training so that he knows if he needs to change numbers or you're just stressed and your cortisol levels are high because this is going on in your personal life. The, like they are like, um, that relationship is unique, man. You like, if you were a coach, like, I'm going to replicate what strength guys does, but for everybody, sure. Try to dive into someone's DMs like that and ask personal questions. Start being like, I need you to report your body weight, the food you eat, to personal life, to sleep. Some people be like, Joey, like you you do that to a 22-year-old girl and they might be like, this guy's fucking, it could go totally sideways on you. You know, it could be like, it could be even though you're like, no, listen, it works. Trust me, look what they did with Taylor Atwood. You're like, I'm being honest. But um, so, so that's why like it's unique. And, and Taylor just bought into this to the fucking point where he's like all in, you know, and it's, it's a unique set. So they got ahead. So they got way ahead. And, and, um, and they're science-based too. Some people are more intuitive based. Some people are science-based where it, like they're humble enough to be like um, sending this off to guys with PhDs being like fucking fact check this for me. Like, tell me, am I crazy? Here's all of the data. And yeah, I need data points for this. And they review it and they send it back and like, you're on. And like, okay, game on. Or they send it back with some notes and they change some things up. And like, now we're on. Who the fuck does this? And then- I'm talking to Taylor Nutritionist, right? Um, I won't give you all the details here. The man is studying a PhD just on that. Yeah. No, and they have several PhDs around Taylor. Yeah. There's several, yeah. I'm not talking- Look, you get nutritionists nowadays that go and do a little certificate there, level two, level three. <laughs> the man is studying a PhD just on that, yeah. right? Because I was, like, the conversation started just like, um, to be a little bit open about 
my body weight and my calories and all that, I was just chatting because I did talk to him in my world. And when I came here, I was chatting to him, listen, this is what's happening. And he was saying to me like, mate, this is easy to fix. I was like, how the fuck are you saying it's easy to fix? You know, I've been doing this thing for sick and fucking damn years and I can't fix this shit, you know? But he said like, oh, do you know what I do? I'm studying a PhD on that. As soon as he said that, I shut it. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. How can you beat someone like that? It, it, it's it, almost it, unbeatable. It's very <laughs> difficult because it's like um, it's it, first that's Kedrick, right? We should. It, are you talking about? Yeah, yeah we should Kedrick, give him a shout yeah. out. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, listening. Uh, but um, in terms of like, imagine if they took like Rondell Hunt and they're like, "This is what we're going to do to you," and it's it's I don't know who Rondell's with or what his situation or whoever it is, and they're like. This is what we're going to do, but we're going to have multiple sets of teams around you at all time. And like amongst those multiple sets of teams, multiple sets of PhDs and all the rest, like this is fucking some, this is like, they're, they're working on some professional athlete level where that's why when Taylor jumps in here and starts winning Sheffield and starts taking bags, $50,000 worth because he's operating like a professional athlete mm. already. And he, and he has been, it's diff, it's fucked up, man. And um, eventually the rest of like, Eventually, the rest of there's going to be multiple sets of this kind of thing happening, but that's yeah, tough, man. And, and he had to be a physical gifted freak as well, oh, yeah. right? Like, yeah. You couldn't tell. You can't take that away. Yeah, you can't take that away. Yeah, you can't take that away from him. Anyway, yeah. Joey, is yours next? Okay, cool. I, it, mine are just quick ones, like Always. quick ones. Just so uh, you don't need to go in detail. Trust me, you don't. You don't. I might though. I talked on you. Get out of it. But that is it. All right, cool. <laughs> Because, <laughs> all right, you know what? Just, just top three on this. Uh, Arnold is coming up, right? Literally in two weeks. Literally two weeks time. Two weeks time. Who's your top three picks for men's? So if if you uh, if you need a little pull recap, up, pull up. Yeah, yeah. Let's so so first to fifth is Chance Mo Durant's over, uh, over here right now. Uh, Fun. Uh, I'm gonna apologize. Fun Gang chat from Cameroon and Panna in fifth. Oh, and obviously Rico in sixth, just, just so I put it in there. But yeah, so top three from those names. Who are who, who, who you picking? Feng Zhang, he was going to be at one of those other events and he pulled out. Is he yeah. something at World? He's going to be at 83 at World and then he dropped to 874 and then my man never turned up. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't got a lot of confidence in that. But I okay. see some videos. Some people send me videos, and he is strong. He's he's not mm. totally. He's strong, but I I'm not confident in this. Yeah, kind of sus. But yeah, top three, bro. Let's go. <laughs> sus, you know. It's suspect. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Chance number one. Okay. If um, and this is off of IPF points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me just punch in some numbers here, if you want, fucking. My or you just want you just want to fucking do it dirty. I mean, I'm Penn is gonna be in the top three as well. I don't know if you want me to... that means uh, either Juris or Mo is no, out that, here, boy. That, definitely me. I dropped Mo go, <laughs> and, 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 and Mo. Yeah, it's Mo's gonna yeah. be in there. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, doggy. But if that's if like the penna the penna hype, it like if he's if he's saying 730, but he's still lower than that. I would have to. Jerns, what are you looking at? What do you let me let me get my calculator up here? You don't have to give me everything, but what do you think is your numbers? Me. Yeah. Don't even dare plus. bring me into this. Okay, cool. 800 plus. I, I, I was gonna say let's ask Joey instead. 
Ben Jurens because technically Joey should have more. Of so an if idea you ask as to me, I, I do, I do, no, but I'm not logic. giving it. Uh, Ryan, there's one logic I always go by. I never give people more than two point five kilo than my last total. I always go by that logic. Two point five kilo up. Yeah, which is well, seven ninety. On each lift, or no, 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 seven ninety. <laughs> my man, <laughs> my man over here. Fucking seven, seven ninety. If you wanna ask the rest, my coach is there. You ask him. Okay, well, hang on one sec. That's seven. That's uh one eleven, and then Penna. You know what? Fuck, man. Joe, Joe is pulling out a calculator to do mine himself. Yeah, like, like <laughs> essentially. If Penn is 7.15, fuck, you might take Penna. You might take Penna. The only thing is I would have put you above Penna unless, yeah, fuck, you might take Penna. Here's the thing. So I would put you above Penna if Penna was the, if Penna does the world record and just does the world record and leaves it there because if you want to go to Sheffield, whatever the shit, you're going to take, I think you, I think you could take it. You just have to be 805 range or whatever the shit. I got to think you got 805 in you though. You got to live up to that. And that's not easy. All, all I can say is, okay, so what? So your top three is now who? Pana. Oh, oh. So Chance, Abdu, oh. and Pana. Right, oh, right, right. Okay, okay. But, but it, the, the intangible is what I just said. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you know, it, it goes up to light to heavies, right? So Pana comes first. So we know what to go right. for. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no, then, but, then, but then Mo comes after. So I don't know, you know. But it's between, it's between... You guys and Panna, though, like, like, well, yeah. let's let's punch in Mo's. Like, I mean, we're we're, we're predicting though. We don't know what the fuck everyone's gonna do. But Mo Mo is wild. Mo is wild. Did you guys see Mo's three sixty for doubles today? Yeah. Didn't Mo say though? Didn't he say he didn't? Anyone of us supposed to say training wasn't going well? Or am I making that up? Oh, his his training is Every post he posts. I'm thinking it's cap immediately just Nick, to psych out. Really? All right. Yeah, you're real. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I can say Mo that because he's not on with us right now. But if he was here, Mo, I'd probably. More is about what? More's, more probably, I'm talking about, no jokes aside. His training. Arnold, I'm seeing like 9, 10, 9, 15. Fuck. From yeah, his training is looking Literally. fucking good. And that he repents, more is going to beat Emil. Fuck. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'll give you that. Well, let's see this Arnold because this will be the big indication because it's in the UK. It's, oh, it's yeah. obviously friendly travel. He's coming uh... to play. He's, he's, okay, let's put it this way. He's coming to leave a statement on the table for you guys to have a headache when you do your preview for the Euros. <laughs> okay, that's okay. I'm in for it. I'll be here for it, man. I love Mo. First off, he's yeah. as nice a guy as you're going to find. Well, and second off, nice we guy. need contenders. Yeah, yeah, because the thing is like, Ryan, right? We're forgetting... People always talk about Emil's deadlift, right? People said, oh, yeah, Emil can put anything he needs to win. Are you forgetting? You guys are forgetting that deadlift of Emil is only 2.5 kilo more, more than more. Right. It's only 2.5 kilos. And more is younger. And, and he has a lot in it. What I mean, a lot, that two, 360 you guys saw, <laughs> that's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I'll I, leave uh, it there. It, uh, yeah. The, the reason why Emil, it was, it's not even necessarily that the weight that Emil deadlifts, like it is, like it's fucking huge. But the thing with Emil, when he needs it, 
it's the biggest thing in sports. Like it's one thing to have a big one, but when you need it and you have done it a couple times in big mm. moments, like when he upset Anatoly, Anatoly was fresh yeah. off of 2021 best world, best lifter. And he like Anatoly had to beat Keiko, beat Russ, beat Jesus, and he won best lifter for when when Emil needed it. You know it's special. Yeah, it's, it's not even the weight. Yo, it's like, when he, that was yeah, a when moment. It, when it came down to the wire, oof. And Don't then it's same at Worlds where mm. like he need he needs it. It's like he keeps oh, yeah. doing it. Like it's special. He needed it because special award he had a very bad squat, but bad bad timing with the squat and that deadlift. That's why he came to save him. You're right. Yeah. Hey, I, I get what you mean. When he needs it, it's always there for him, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, it's never there for Anna. So Anna needs to need it as well. So <laughs> he needs ah, it. But um, to that point, it won't always be there. It's just uh, it's I don't know. It's one of the sports stories that's yeah, happened. Yeah, but yeah. I think Mo is fucking. I would love for Mo to emerge in a major way because I can't say enough good bro. things about that kid. He's he's a phenomenal guy. I've had him on the podcast. I'll like it with you, Jerns, obviously, but like, um, yeah. Just, just I'll, not as I'll good. Be <laughs> I, I think, I think, well, I think he is the best, one of the third best 105 in the world at the moment. But at the Europeans against Emil, that's when he had literally to put his stamps on. That's, mm. that's his opportunity. We, yeah. We when you, when you a, beat, you're gone. When you beat a reigning world champion, people take notice. Um, just like, just like Emil beat Anatoly, the reigning world champion, then he won the world title. And going into the world championships, he had a different degree of respect because he beat a reigning world champion. Oh, yeah. If Mo yeah. beats the reigning world champion, it elevates him a whole nother level, man. It oh, not hey, only yeah. become European champion, but it's also like, I also beat the world champion. Like, it's, it's fucking up. So, yeah, yeah man. For what, I'm we'll see. See. for what I'm seeing from him, I can see it. Anyway, uh, let's let's save that for another day. <laughs> I got I got lost I got lost two questions. I got lost. Keep going. These, these, are easy, me, these are easier ones. No worries. Okay. Uh I'm gonna leave the, the hottest one for last. But yeah. Uh you know what? Just easy one. Top three out of the three of us. Who's who is your favorite um poddy? Oh my god. My favorite buddy? Po- like pod podcast um hosting. Oh potty. Got yeah, you, yeah. man. <laughs> Fuck me. Careful, otherwise you want you want you might not come back again. That's it, man. What is going on here? What is this shit? I thought you said it was easy. What? I can't. I don't think I can do a one, two, three, man. I need more sample than this. Oh, say no more. Come back, and I'll ask the same thing again. Yeah. There it is. There we go. See what I did there? So that's why there it is. Very smart. Uh, and for that, we're gonna say Joey wins. (laughs) Joey wins. No, no, no. You know, let me let me ask let me ask my last question because we asked Rondell the same thing. And I'm so happy you mentioned Enna quite a few times and just literally a minute ago. So I asked, I asked Rondell this. And when we had Enna on, Jurant, stop, man, come on. I want to say this with a serious tone. So we, we are... <laughs> I, can't, I can't take you serious, I'm sorry. No, nah, hey, listen, 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 all right? So we asked Rondell and we asked Enna himself because Enna was chatting the most. He was like, yeah, I'm going to do what it takes to bring Russ back to the IPF, right? And he was saying, take his... Take his record, right? Yeah. Take it, take his total record. Yeah. And he was, and we asked him, so how are you going to do that? And obviously, obviously lift more than him, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, all right, cool. What numbers are we talking about here? And one of it included what Juran said earlier, a 399 pool, yeah. right? That's almost, that's a kilo away from 400. So, so we asked Rondell, both Juran and I asked Rondell, what is he going to break first, right? 
Russ's record or his back? I knew you were going to say this. As soon as you say, what's he going to break first? I'm like, my man has just set himself up. I, I got you, Playboy. I like it. Yeah. You're, you're going right, to do let's, well. Let's, then let's play, bro. Let's, what's yeah, what's let's the answer? Play. Let's play. Um, fucking uh, I, look at what I said earlier about this man made me rethink things. If you would have asked me in May, mm. If this conversation, we'd have this conversation or if it was ridiculous, I would say this kid's going to break his back. He's going to break his fucking, he's going to hyperextend both knees and get folded like a fucking lawn chair. Um, You know what I'm saying? But you ask me in September after Mm. I've seen what I've seen, dog, I'm a believer. I had a coming to Jesus moment in South Africa. Um, This, this dude, I don't, I don't know what his upper bound limits are, but I'm excited to watch. And if he says 399 is possible, load up 399 and put it in that young man's hands. And I'm I'm not doubting him anymore. He's a junior. I, he, who knows what he's capable of in his career? If he hits it next or hits it in the future, like I'm not I'm not like saying he's going to, but if you're asking me, this is this is it's not a joke if this is what he thinks is possible. It's no joke. Mm-hmm. It's definitely no joke. And um, yeah, man, I think it's more. He'll break that record before he breaks his back. Okay, say no more. And on that note, yeah, you better tag along Russ when that happens on this podcast. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, okay. We'll do it. We'll We'll definitely get some traction. But yeah, bro, I like, yeah. We're all questioned out, you know, really enjoy this. I hope you had fun too. Um, Definitely would love to have you back. I I had fun. This was was long, but good and delicious for a reason. So yeah, thank you, bro. Thank you so much for coming, lads. If you have any last words, or if you have any last words yourself after these two. Nah, honestly, like, just thank you so much for coming on, man. Honestly, it's been fucking great having you on. I still remember the first day you actually, you probably didn't remember because you probably reposted so many people. But I still, to this day, I remember the day that you reposted my video on King of the Lifts. No shit! Guys, if you guys saw my reaction, right? I remember it was, I actually remember it. It was 11 p.m. I was in my living room in my parents' house. And I, uh, no joke, I'm not even going to lie. I'm probably going to get grilled from everyone now when they fucking, they're going to probably print screen this shit. I screamed. I literally shouted. I was like, oh, shit. What the <laughs> fuck? It was my 292.5 deadlift, 292 kilos, two, 292.5 for triples. And this was when I was a 74. So I wasn't a, a 66 at this point. Yeah, I was 74 at this point. And yeah, when you reposted that, oh, shit. Literally, I went all crazy. I, I remember telling all my mates, I print screened it, sent it to all my boys. I proper fangirled. And it's just like little things like that. It just comes to show that like, you're honestly, like what you're doing in the powerlifting community is amazing, man. I don't think, I hope you understand. I hope you know what you're doing in the world. But like little things like that, it just makes a huge difference to everyone, man. Just by you reposting, it just changed the way that I felt that night. Like it just motivated me more to just want to push more. So what you're doing right now for the community, man, is fucking 10 out of 10. I'm not even joking. Like, little things like that, it just made me want to just push more and more and more in my training. So I hope you know that, Ryan, man. What you're doing is fucking crazy for the community, man. It gives me the gas I need. Listen, it it feels good to, like, hear stories like that and realize, like, I... 
that's what it is. It's like help people get exposure that they, they haven't got and give people that feeling, man. Let them fucking feel that. Let them have the spotlight and be like, fuck yeah, man. When I go to worlds, um, afterwards, I'll see a couple people in the juniors and I'm like, yo, that's getting posted. Holy shit. Was that amazing? I'll come back and make sure give them their praise. And like, Oh shit. Really? I'm like, yes, man, you murdered that. That was I'm good on you. Whatever. Like it's a, that's the whole reason why I want to do this. It's, it's, you know, it's cheesy to say, but it's true. Feels better to like make people feel good than just do something to make your fit self feel good. It's mm. weird, but it's true, man. When you make other someone else happy or make someone else's day, it fucking feels so much better. So when you can po- put positivity and build something where it's like, here's a community, come to King of Lifts, we'll, we'll show all the best lifts and do breakdowns and all the rest of it. Fuck, man, this is, that's what it's all about. Oh, wow, wow. Well, I hope um, we made King of the Lifts day, boy. That's, that's the, that oh, was that, the goal oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been a blast. Dude, you guys, you guys do a fucking phenomenal podcast, man. You oh, guys are it. killing it. I knew you guys are killing it when I was in Turkey. I could see all the posts and shit. And, and if you guys tag me, I will repost to help your podcast as well and shit. Uh, Brother. I got, got you fucking back. All right? I got you fucking back. Let's go. Thank Let's you, fucking hey. go. Hey, I, got, I, got, I got goosebumps. Not going to lie. I'm not going to fight. I got we, goosebumps. We, we will do more and more crossover episodes yeah. and shit, and we'll do this. We'll make a push. Yes, sir. But yeah, thank Thanks, you man. very much, brother. Appreciate I hope you enjoyed the rest of your day, man. Thank you so much again for this. And yeah, man, take care, and we'll see you in the next one. See you in the next guys. one. Yeah, bro. Uh, see you, man. Take see care, bro. Bye-bye. Peace.